There is an order. An agency. One that holds allegiance to no king, no magistrate, no governing body. This order takes on the problems and issues too bizarre or too dangerous for any normal investigative organization. They right wrongs. They protect the innocent. They safeguard the world. They are known as the Circle. At least, they were. For the Circle has fallen. Those agents that remain are now fugitives. And after barely escaping with their lives, the surviving members continue their ongoing quest to safeguard all of Eberron while seeking to root out the source of their misfortune and rebuild the Circle anew. This is their story. Welcome back once again for another episode of Agents of the Circle, the, po- the show where I run an original game uh, of 5th edition Dungeons and Dragons for my friends and all manner of hilarity ensues. I am once again your host and Dungeon Master, Sphinx Akasha, and I am joined by my friends tonight. Uh, we've got almost a full house. I'm so happy. Uh, we've got Kendra and Trary here as Ozma, our rogue wizard. We've got... Uh, Luke Admonson as Lucius Flag, the Divine Soul Sorcerer. We've got Riley Brandau as Ash, our Druid Warlock. We've got Caleb Clark as Jazz Goodsong Jr., the Rogue slash Artificer slash Warlock. God, you've got a lot of things in, in your in your pocket. It's a, it's it's a lot, my dude. It's a lot. Uh, we've got Emily Addington as Orla Talion, our Druid Ranger. <laughs> And unfortunately, Megan Davidson could not join us tonight. Uh, she is out of town, uh, but we will hold down the fort for her, uh, and it'll still be great. But we are back once again this session uh, for episode 65 of our adventure of Eberon, adventure in Eberron, adventure of Eberron, adventure in Eberron. <laughs> uh, episode titled the laying of plans uh, and if you haven't checked us out yet uh, the entire first second and third seasons are already out on soundcloud stitcher itunes spotify google play iHeartRadio, and anywhere else you might get your podcast so please be sure to like share subscribe to those if you like what we're doing and want to hear more of it uh the current season is also uh on podcast form but also please be sure to check out the vod's that's video on demand's for this episode and previous episodes of the show from this season right here on ADH Adventures, where you can also find uh, other marvelous shows that stream on this channel, such as on Monday nights uh, at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Gods of Orlea, uh, DM'd by the fantastic Will, uh, the Halfling Wizard, uh, on Tuesday nights. Turning Point, uh, starting at 9 p.m. EST, uh, done by that one blonde wizard. Wednesday nights uh, at 9 p.m. EST, Secrets of the Alchemist, uh, DM'd by Something Savage. Uh, Every other Friday, of course, right here with me, uh, with Agents of the Circle. Uh, On Saturdays, uh, however, uh, at 3.30 p.m. EST, uh, 
la la. My words. Uh, Heroes Arc, uh, also DM'd by Will the Halfling Wizard. Uh, we're it's a great time. Uh, please check us out. Please support our channel. Please subscribe. Um, we've got a lot of things coming down the pop li- pipeline that we're all very excited about. So hang out with us and have some fun. Uh, some quick shout outs before we log on. Uh, huge, huge thanks to Andrew, the teller of tales for running tech tonight. So appreciate it. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, big thanks to channel artist Paria for the channel logo and upcoming artwork for all of our shows. Uh, and also a huge giant thanks uh, to friend of the channel uh, and, and personal friend uh, Joff uh, for our spectacular spectacular intro uh, as well as uh, animation and all the music for the intro, break, and outro. Uh, and one last shout out to OBP Music uh, for the logo music as well as the music for many of the shows on this channel. If you're looking for music for your tabletop game, podcast, or even just a theme for your characters, uh, check them out at obpmusical.com. Now that I've caught my breath uh, and got all of that out of the way, let's get into the episode. When we last left our heroes, you had landed back, uh, you let not back, but you landed on the continent of Zendrick uh, in, the cap- in the capital city of Stormreach uh, on the hunt for one Julius Lightfoot, uh, one of the Council of Seven, uh, the Seven uh, see how, try and see how it works on the person if you want to figure out how to make it work. Good word for that. Uh, Council of assholes uh, that were responsible for infiltrating uh, and uh, pretty much starting the purge of the circles throughout all of Covert. Uh Once uh, in Stormreach, you split the party and wind up going into the Forge Light District and the Temple District. Uh, those of you who went into the Forge Light uh, you acquired uh, the items on the list that the Carreras had sent you for, uh, but you also met a retired Circle agent uh, named Alphonse. Uh, however, in the midst of all of this, you learned that Dacos got, got spirited away uh, by members of the Undying Court to stand trial for what they perceive as crimes against their society. However, those of you that went off to the Temple District, you encountered the tiefling high priestess of the local temple of Mishakal, Zan, who, after learning who you were, was able to tell you that Julius is in league with House Dennis uh, and is hiding within their enclave located in the eastern part of Forge Light. Uh, you also managed to help Zahn deal with a group of gangsters attempting to make an example out of a local shopkeep. Uh, you learned that the gangsters belong to a group known as the Storm Lords, which is an organization known to have the city within its grip. Uh, after that fight, you reveal to Zahn that you all are what's left of the circle, uh, but you also learn of a new member of the Iron Watch from Sharn, uh, a warforged named Jarvis, whom you recognize as another member of the circle that you once thought had died. Uh, so, from there, uh, we are going to go ahead and start. It's uh, oh, And you also leveled up. You're all level 11s now, which, <laughs> yeah. Um, so we'll start off uh, with you waking up the following morning in that temple of Mishakal. Uh, it's about 
6 a.m. as the bells uh, in the temple are ringing and the priests and priestesses are kind of moving about, uh, beginning their day, uh, their cooking and cleaning routines, uh, as well as uh, many of the members of the temple uh, out in kind of the back courtyard uh, training uh, under Zahn herself, uh, who you learned Zahn was a badass monk who don't take no shit off of nobody. Um, Damn right. Damn right. So. And it's at this time uh, that um, Orla, you will make your way uh, into the temple, having been kind of uh, led uh, using your communicator. You and Jazz have kind of gone back and forth throughout the night. Uh, you Jazz giving instruction to Orla as to where the temple is. And by this time in the morning, uh, Orla, you have made your way uh, to the temple as everyone is waking up. So, all of that being said, what do you want to do? She's definitely going to go to Jazz first and uh, give him a kiss to wake him up. Where am I exactly? So you all are on the so the temple of Hall, While it's a small temple, it's like a, it's three stories tall, and you all are in kind of that third story. That kind of it's almost uh, like an attic, almost, but it just has a surplus of beds uh, that they usually give to people that are um, traveling or like other members of the temple from afar, or pretty much just anyone that's in need of a bed. Uh, the temple will take them in and let them stay there. So that's where you guys are. It's 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 not a finished attic <laughs> per se. Uh, there's still uh, some old like wood and uh, some very dusty brick. It's it, it, it as much as they try to keep the temple clean. This is an area that they probably forget about more often than not. Uh, so it's a little dusty, uh, it's a little dank, uh, but it's comfortable. The beds, they gave you fresh bed sheets, they gave you fresh mattresses, uh, so you all are, you know, you're not entirely forgotten about and, and just kind of dumped off onto moldy sheets or anything. Are we, we're all together in, the, it's like a, a hostel room or something? Yeah, it's very much like a hostel room. <laughs> Yeah, there are a couple of bunk beds in the room, but they're mostly single beds. Mostly single. So our when so when she comes in, I imagine Jazz is already awake. Is anyone else awake? Any of you guys up? We can't. Ozma, you are uh, you are muted. We cannot hear you. You are muted on the zooms. On the Zoom. There you go. Here I am. <laughs> Here I am. Here you are. Um, since I wasn't uh, here last time, is there any specific place I am in the Temple of Mishakal? You're with us. We're in a. We're in a like a a flop room. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 You. You. So she's right you, at home. She's right yeah. at home. You as Os- <laughs> Osma was there. You just happened. Didn't I? I you yeah. Weren't. Right there to control it. 
Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's basically, yeah, like one, like, there is, like, on the far side of the room, like, kind of a, a, a sectioned off place for, like, a bathroom area. Yeah. It was, like, kind of the, the massive, uh, community, communal sink. Uh, there's a couple of, uh, toilets in there, because, you know, it's a mage punk world, so, of course, indoor fucking plumbing. That's one thing Hooray! I really have in my world is indoor plumbing. Um, none of this shitting in bowl, bowls and buckets. <laughs> none of that. No chamber pots here. No, no chamber pots in my world. Like Only the finest of indoor plumbings. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Even the most ramshackle places have indoor plumbing. This and no lead piping. Roll. No lead piping. But it but makes it sweeter. Roll. So, uh, no, lead piping just makes everything more dead. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, uh, that's kind of the, the, the lay of the land. Uh, floor is a little bit creaky, but it's still fairly sturdy. But, yeah, you feel right at home, Osmo. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a flop room. Communal... Uh, almost like like a hot like hostile, hostily, hostily, <laughs> very hostily. Um. So I think Ozma, when she gets up, she wants to do a little poking around this temple. Okay. Well, what 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 kind of poking around are you are you looking to do? Well, I mean, if anything uh, looks, <laughs> if anything looks interesting, she might want to take it. But I think she's just exploring for now. These are okay. good peoples. I um, know she's she has no shame. Let's see. Go ahead then, and uh, but you said that that floor is is creaky, right? It's creaky. So yeah, the, the first thing I'll have you do is make a stealth roll for me. Let's do it. And the rest of you, I'd like to roll perception. Yeah, I don't think I'd use this one yet. It's 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 very good. The 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 background music tonight uh, is supplied by uh, a fantastic musician uh, named Kevin McLeod, who has a bunch of his music just available for. D and D license fee music. Check him out on SoundCloud and Spotify and basically anywhere else you get your digital music. Uh, but he pretty much makes. <laughs> well, is damn. he of the clan McLeod? From the Highlands of Scotland. I'm just. Uh, perhaps he is immortal and over 400 years old. He might <laughs> be. He has not deigned to tell anyone this as of yet. Fair, fair. I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't want to mess up the game. Fair, fair, fair. <laughs> okay. And I should roll for Katie. So, so far, no one detects Ozma so far. <laughs> he sneaks. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Miss, Ash, Miss, Miss. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. You go un- unseen and unheard. Uh, you tiptoe. You've managed to find just the right spots on the floor 
that, that will not squeak and disturb anyone's <laughs> while also staying like just hidden in the shadows. Do 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 do. That's me sneaking. Do do. <laughs> so go ahead and roll investigation for me. Oh yeah. <laughs> I missed this. I missed this last time. Kendra missed it. Ozma did her thing. <laughs> Ozma actually did fairly well towards the end of that fight, if I'm remembering right. Wow. It's amazing when I'm not controlling her, she actually does well. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think you did go down once, though. <laughs> Wolf. Yeah. It's like a 16 investigation. Yep. Uh, you begin to head down to the second floor. And <laughs> as you are still kind of like very, very stealthily like sticking to shadows and sticking to the wall. Um, it's not a whole lot that you see. Uh, there are what appears to be a couple of uh, very interesting looking boxes uh, stacked along uh, a table off to one side of the room. Um, there doesn't seem to be anyone in the room with you right now. Um, I am judging by that look. I'm, I'm, I'm guessing you want to go and take a peek into those boxes. What's in the box? What's in the box? What's in the box? Yes, I do. All right. Yes, she does. We both uh, do. <laughs> go ahead and uh, uh, so you, you walk up to uh, the table, still remaining in stealth, uh, and you open one of the boxes. Uh, the first box you open just appears to be a bunch of uh, papers. Uh, lots of uh, contracts and uh, letters from uh, cool. citizens of the city and uh, people kind of uh, thanking uh, the church for their service. Uh, and then you kind of see a lot of that uh, more than anything as you rummage through. Uh, you also see a lot of receipts for things uh, like food and food donations. Um, and also, um, what appears to be a, uh, a deed of ownership to the building itself, Ooh. which is at the very, very bottom of the box. Could Ozma uh, take the deed of ownership so she could own her own temple? Yeah. Is that evil? Is that going past chaotic neutral? I don't know. <laughs> Go ahead. Let's do this. Roll stealth for me. Oh my gosh. This is just coming. To, I didn't plan on doing any of this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, thankfully, it looks like. Oh, well, no. Hello, 24. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Oh, what's okay. Go- I wish, okay. I, I wish Katie was here. <laughs> you managed to very, very quietly pluck the paper this deed from the bottom of the <gasps> box <laughs> what is going and on? very slowly fold the paper so that it makes no noise 
very delicately creasing the paper, folding it again. <laughs> it's me. And then she puts it. Creasing it, folding it one more time till it's about till it's about about this big. Yeah. And you put it in your one of your hip pouches. <laughs> now have a deed to a temple <laughs> in your possession. She doesn't know what she's going to do with it, but I think she figures it'll come in handy maybe at some point. Perhaps. She she does a lot of stuff like that. Like, yeah, sure, it'll, it'll, it'll turn up. What's in the other box? Can I look in the other box? You can look in the other box. You going to make me do another stealth roll? Um... Not, not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Uh, so you peer into the other box, and there seems to be a lot of uh, cans, uh, tin cans full of what looks like non-perishable food. Uh, a lot of canned fruits, canned vegetables, a couple of containers of canned meat, uh, which I never understood canned meat. Uh, but far be it for me. I mean, I'm... Never mind. That's a whole thing we don't even have to get yeah, into. Never mind. We'll just we'll just throw that out there. Yeah. Bottled whole chickens. Bottled whole <laughs> chicken. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's a thing. That's a thing, boys and girls. That's yeah. an entire thing. Yeah. Ooh. Uh, I like so spam masubi. I'm not going to speak ill of masubi. <laughs> Potted meat, uh, some crackers, um, Small bottles of like condiments and uh, things like you know ketchup, of course, uh, mustard. Uh, oddly enough, uh, a bottle of Worcester sauce uh, and a bottle of what looks like balsamic vinaigrette. Hmm. Um, all edibles. Uh, things all appearing to be uh, as you investigate. Go ahead and actually go ahead and roll perception for me. Oh, she's less good at this. (laughs) 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 She doesn't see Uh, shit. You kind of are just very kind of haphazardly looking at each can, putting them back, and there doesn't seem to be anything. Uh, unless there is something of value to you crawling through there. it. Uh, nothing of any real note. Uh, so do you, do you, what, what, what do you want to do next? Do you want to close this box and then look in the, in the last box? I do. She's All bored right. by this box. <laughs> Roll me another stealth check, please. All right, three times, three times, y'all. Yeah, oh, well, ladies and gentlemen, you can't win them all. <laughs> you still do better than I do. Um, so you very clumsily, like very, like there's something you you feel that there is something different about this box, and your excitement. It's causing your hands to tremble just a bit. God. As you, like, it is so hard to try and keep your hands still, uh, but you, as you lift the lid on the box, it it rumbles against the sides of the box just a little bit. 
and you hear the crinkling of metal. Ooh! And you lift the box up finally, or the lid up finally from the box. And as you peer inside, you can see that that box is a little more than half full of coinage. Coinage? Looking mostly of the effect of, like, copper and silver coins. But there's a few gold coins spattered in amongst them. It's not good luck to steal from a temple. I mean, it's my temple. I can do what I want with it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, the chaos. Oh, the chaos. (laughs) She put the chaotic in the chaotic neutral. (laughs) Sweet void, what have I done? <laughs> hmm. Does she take the coins? Okay, so she's just gonna uh, fish through there real quick. Try to like just scoop up a majority of the gold coins if she can like just stick her paw in there because she doesn't want to take all of it. She had a vision of like a starving child somewhere, <laughs> but she wants like. The best ones if she's going to take a little bit from the temple. Roll stealth for me. <laughs> oh, I don't like the look on your face right now. I'm, really, just, I'm just look, reacting to what you're doing. That's all. Just, I'm just. I'm here helping you tell the story. Boom. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> let's see what happens here. So as you that that's a net twenty for me. Uh, as you begin to kind of sift through the coins, you hear a very pronounced Osma <clears throat> very slowly turns around. <laughs> And as you turn around, uh, you see, uh, looking as if she is just kind of like in the midst of taking a break from training, uh, in her training gi, which means shoulders are out, sun's out, guns out, Mm -hmm. uh, (laughs) is Zan. Uh, And for those those of you who were not here uh, last time uh, for... The description of Zan, uh, Zan is a very beautiful, about seven foot tall, uh, bluish gray skinned tiefling woman with oh, good. muscles. <laughs> <laughs> she is Must. she is built like the She-Hulk. <laughs> and she just leans against the far wall, arms folded. Uh, a very knowing smirk on her face. So, um, good morning. Good morning. <laughs> <laughs> you find what you look. You find what you're looking for. I don't know how to answer that. <laughs> Honestly, would be, of course, the the best policy here. 
well, frankly, a little disappointed. There's only a bunch of cans and stuff in the other box. Well, we do take food donations as well as monetary. I was just, um, just, uh, just making sure all the coins were there. Just making sure that uh, everything was uh, nice and tidy in that box. <laughs> Roll <Nice>. deception. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Okay, let let let's 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 see how this stacks up. Let's see how this stacks up. Where is she? Oh I'm sorry, I described her skin wrong. It's not uh not bluish gray. Uh she's actually orange skinned. Cool. So a giant orange horned woman is I just lied to. Great. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, I, I need to hold a kitty for this. With a 21 insight, <laughs> she <laughs> will just raise an eyebrow at you. Really? It's for the uh, I think I was... Uh, Maybe gonna go back upstairs. So upon you going back upstairs, were I to go through the box and recount all of those coins, I wouldn't find any of them missing now, would I? Nope, 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 nope. Honesty is the best policy. You actually <laughs> caught me before I could put any in my bag. <laughs> So that was your intent. Well, I appreciate your honesty. Had you lied to me, I would have taken you outside for some special training. <laughs> Oof, I don't like training. <laughs> training is good for the mind, the body, and the soul. Soul, huh? Maybe I'll uh, go upstairs and read more about the soul. <laughs> Perhaps. And she will kind of crack her knuckles. And as she does this, like these currents of radiant lightning will just kind of dance across her hands. Oof. In case you change your mind, I'm always here. <laughs> it's been good. Good talk. Good talk. Good talk. Great indeed. Good talk. Good talk. Great talk. Great talk. I'm a. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know, the, 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 the go, certainly, go. certainly. Yeah. I believe one of your companions uh, also managed to find her way upstairs. So, might, might, uh, you might fill her in on the, the events of last day. Absolutely. Ab that's actually what I was gonna go do. Yeah. Yeah. No, you, you got, see, we just, we just, Communicate so well. You you picked up exactly what I was saying when I'm yes, doing. Yes. All right. I'm yeah, you, do it. You, do it. I'm, I'm going to count the the change now and, and okay. Going to okay. All goodbye right. now. All and right. with, with that, Ozma kind of turns on her heel and books it as fast as she can back. Make a perception check. Oh my god. <laughs> Oh, 
Ah, nice. Okay. Nice. Wow. Uh, with a 15, uh, you just barely hear, like, just sniggering <laughs> from Zan as you fly up the stairs. I love that. I, I love what just occurred. And and, and, and and you hear her just barely uh, mutter under her breath, <laughs> Pirates. <laughs> so as Ozma runs back up the stairs, uh, what what's going on with the rest of you guys? Um... <laughs> Before we before, before you say anything, I just gotta remark on the fact that, like, I love that this is this is your first day back, Kendra, and for, of course the first thing Ozma tries to do is steal from a church. <laughs> <laughs> She's back, baby. She's back. She's back. It's just- it just works on so many levels. It really, it, it really does. She's got to steal something, or she's got to flirt with somebody. There's still time. There's still time. There's the, still the, time. The, 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 we're still early in the session yet, so yeah, who knows? Exactly. There's, there's definitely still time. <laughs> All right, the rest of you. All right. Anyway. Um, Lucius is fairly tripped out when he wakes up. This is far more Spartan of accommodations than he is used to. <laughs> uh, frankly, since he left the Silver Flame. <laughs> so he has a little bit of a moment of waking up being like, Whoa! <laughs> No, that's not going on. And like taking a bit of a moment to be like, are there any gods here? Trying to talk to me right now? <laughs> no. You, you you take a moment. It's pretty silent. You, you, the, 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 there's nothing poking at you, but you do hear, for the briefest moment, Lucius. Lucius. And as you look around. Sitting over you, big toothy grin, is Saif, who has <laughs> separated himself in a long, like venom-like line from Jazz, and his face is who's now hovering over the bed. Another line, like forming from the head into a hand, like just. Lucius, <laughs> Lucius. Dick move and you know it. <laughs> All right, fine. So it is. I couldn't help myself. It was too easy. You came by it honestly. I'm just saying I did vouch for you after all. I and I appreciate that. But what's what's what what what's 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 a friendship without a good some good natured ribbing every once in a while, right? Right. Let's go with that for now. Yes, yes, yes. I'll never do that again but I had to do it at least once. 
<laughs> I can't lie. You you came by that honestly. And he will just right back into Jazz. Jazz, make a perception check. See if you were aware of that happening or not. Thirteen, you were not aware that that happened at all. You got like a strange kind of like itch along your neck from where he like usually like pop out, but you were so like engrossed in the fact that Orla's come to the temple that you didn't know anything. So yeah, he he he's he's <clears throat> telling Orla about stuff and he he didn't he didn't wouldn't have noticed. He did it. Uh, yeah, Lucius, you only saw. Or, or, who, I mean, Orla, saw if, if you, if, go, go ahead, everyone else, make perception checks for me. I'm trying to, try to go to the, this one. Let's click on that, yeah. Ozma <laughs> <laughs> is. Still so freaked out after having just been caught by Zan, she notices nothing. Uh, yep. Ash and Orla, and let me see if Katie notices as well. Katie doesn't notice either. Uh, Ash and Orla. Uh, Ash, as you rise out of bed, you see uh, this blob of teeth and eyes uh, kind of hovering over Lucius. Orla, you just like you're, you're you're paying attention to what Jazz is saying, but like just briefly, you catch this like flash of darkness, and you like very casually like you've you've got almost your hand on your. Uh, you're hitting on your hand on your lap, but using that as an excuse to see over his shoulder. <laughs> and you see Saif uh, messing with Lucius uh, and then suddenly snap back into jazz. <laughs> hmm. She makes kind of a weird face. They just keep talking. He's he's his own thing. I'm not. His, Jazz isn't his dad. Oh yeah, everyone knows that. Yeah. Yeah, he's in the open. So she's just. <clears throat> he was there the whole. He's been in the open the whole time. Yeah, she doesn't think anything. She's like. Uh, <laughs> as I as I get up and uh, uh, start putting myself together, I just give Jazz a little look. Not quite as gracious as some of your other guests, but <laughs> beggars and choosers. And oh. Ash, uh, as 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 you are seeing all of this, you hear Mab in your head. That Saif fellow, I rather like him. <laughs> quite the sense of humor. <laughs> yes. Ash uh, tells Jazz, <laughs> you should keep your spirits contained, man. <laughs> oh? Uh, That's it. 
He, yeah, he doesn't say anything else as he rolls out of bed, wipes some sleep from his eyes. <laughs> Just lets him wonder about what might have happened with uh, <laughs> you know, the spirits that embody his his brain as well. Well, Jazz, you remember that you, you know that the only spirit that he could be talking about, uh, as far as you know that he knows. Uh, would be Saif because the goblin spirits are still on the ship. Yeah, the goblins aren't in right now. They're 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 doing doing some work. So yeah, they're not in actually. Yeah, which is actually one of the reasons why Jazz is up earlier because, believe it or not, like he said before, the goblins help him sleep because he has nightmares and they help. Him. So That's he's right. Their 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 constant music playing drives any. <laughs> Horrible nightmares away. <laughs> so he was up. And then Orla came in. Yeah. Alright. So what do you what do you all want to do now? You're all awake. Uh and as you actually as you all are waking up and Ozma is back in the room looking very, very nervous. <laughs> <laughs> like very very much like a child who just got her hand slapped uh, you begin to smell uh, the aroma of like a, like a like a fresh of like freshly made oatmeal uh, mapley uh, kind of woodsy um and you also smell a bit of coffee. It's like and <laughs> you hear Zan call up. There's breakfast ready if you'd like some. That sounds nice. Would you like to eat, my love? Oh, of course. Let's get some coffee. Actually, I'm going to make another roll real quick here. Saddle up, let's roll. And behalf. Shit. <laughs> Asma, I'd, 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 I'd very much like for you to know that Zan has not yet noticed that you have the deed. Thank. <laughs> <laughs> Thank the goddess Mishakal for that. <laughs> she is not noticed. Oh god. Why am I like this? <laughs> I don't know, but I love it. I'm here for it. I'm absolutely like anxiety here for it. riddled rogue pirate. <laughs> god. So do you all head downstairs? Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. Uh, as you all head down to the second floor, uh, Zan uh, is standing in the middle of the uh, kind of that stairwell room, uh, now wearing her full habit. Uh, guns are no longer out. Uh, and she simply like <laughs> gestures to one of the doors. Uh, Please come. The kitchen is this way and leads you into the kitchen slash dining area. 
which is all in fact one room uh there is a long wooden table uh looks looks like an old uh old oak table uh and instead of uh, chairs or stools there's just two long benches that are attached to the table itself um there are already a few uh a few of the the monks and priests and priestesses of the order uh, sitting there, as well as a couple of children, uh, ranging in age between about six and twelve. Uh, that's maybe four of them all together, four ch- four children all together, and about seven other adults, uh, not including Zan, who is standing at the door. Uh, and there are a couple of other. Uh, adults uh, at the it's a very almost like buffet style uh, cooking section cooking area uh, where there is a uh, sink stove an oven uh, a kind of serving area and another table for uh, these giant carafes of what very much smells like coffee Uh, and Next to those carafes are a collection of kind of old, some of them are chipped in places, uh, but mugs uh, sitting uh, upside down on trays. And uh, Kaylin kind of walks in, uh, kind of bows to Zan. Uh, Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, and uh, we'll go and help herself to some of the uh, oatmeal, which is uh, sitting next to, uh, on the other side of the uh, the carafes, uh, and there are some uh, wooden bowls kind of stacked on top of each other, uh, with some wooden spoons, kind of uh, not really stacked together very neatly. Together, you can tell that like a child put out <laughs> this uh, this uh, placement. Uh, or a series of placements uh, on on that countertop. Uh, there's also an assortment of uh, fruits and things on the middle of the table, but not much else in the way of food. This is not like what you're used to eating in, say, uh, an undyear, where you had this kind of almost banquet of like meats and things. Uh, it's very sparse, very simple breakfast but like giant carafes of coffee because apparently the world runs on coffee hey gotta get hyped for training yeah I will uh, follow Katie's suit uh, in terms of uh, offering thanks to Zan um and uh, just to put a bug in here, her ear for later, just to suggest, and if there's any other way that we can repay you for the kindnesses you have extended to us uh, and the information you've shared, please do let us know. Mr. Flag, please think nothing of it. Your assistance with those um, unfortunate, uh, trying to be very, very aware of the children here um ingrates 
uh, yesterday is thanks enough as far as I'm concerned. Uh, delicately put. And you hear one of the children behind you, she wants to say assholes, but she didn't. And she just kind of turns slowly and get, like gives that very much like, I know you didn't just say what I think you just said. Look on her face. Doesn't say anything. And the kid goes, what? You, you, you wanted to say it. I didn't. I, I just said it so you didn't have to. I know you ain't cussing. And she <laughs> walks over to the boy, kind of pats him on the shoulder. Jonathan, we don't use that sort of language in the kitchen. Anywhere else is fine, but the kitchen is sacred. Remember? Yes, Miss Anne, the kitchen is sacred. You know what the punishment is going to be. Just do it now. Or <laughs> if you do it now, you get it over with. You kind of see him kind of shrink away a little bit. Fine. And you'll see the little boy get up. He will go stand off to the side of the room. And he will lay down like flat on his stomach and then we'll begin doing push-ups on his knuckles <laughs> one two three mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's not bad and you see katie kind of look over how many does he have to do and she then kind of well general policy anytime a child curses in the kitchen in full view of uh, any adults, specifically any high-ranking adults, um, 200 push-ups. <laughs> <laughs> and Katie's like, that sounds about right. Okay. Yeah. And you see Zan like take uh, the little boy's bowl and kind of move it over to uh, kind of a warm plate on the stove. He's like, I don't want it to get cold while he's doing that. He's going to be a while. Yeah, a kid doing a 200 is going to take forever. <laughs> he, he deserves at least some warm food when he's done. <laughs> uh, and uh, she'll turn back to the rest of you. Very, very traditional in our, uh, in our temple, uh, particularly when we house children. Uh, we kind of begin them on their training but early. Uh, give them up until they're about 14 to make the decision whether or not they want to pursue that training full-time. Uh, and if they do, then I take them under my wing personally. And, um, well, if they're lucky, they become like me. Otherwise, they uh, they become experienced and rather... Uh, proficient in the arts, but uh, we only had a couple of children in the past that have become masters and have moved on. Not bad. It is impressive. Yes, and Johnny here shows potential. 
But he is only he's only twelve. Uh, so he's got another couple of years before he is of the age where he gets to make that decision. And should he choose, then I, he will become my own personal student. And as Miss Caledon uh, can tell you, uh, the training is rewarding, but it is not easy. Mm-hmm. And Katie will kind of look up from her bowl. Her eyes will kind of go wide for a moment. <laughs> She'll just <laughs> go right back to eating her oatmeal. She'll kind of chew a little bit. Ah, exactly the way I remember it. <laughs> And we'll continue eating. Uh, Zan will look over at Ozma. Ah. Come down with your friends. Have you had an enjoyable morning so far, Miss Ozma? Yes, it's a uh, rousing. It's been a rousing morning. Rousing. Oh. Rousing. Oh. And you'll see one of the girls, uh, one of the small girls. Uh, she looks, she's about eight. You just say arousing. <laughs> Ozma looks so. an arousing moaning. <laughs> no, she Ozma. didn't say arousing moaning. She said rousing morning. I mean, to be fair, it would be something that I would say. I wish I, <laughs> I, wish I said that. Good call. <laughs> And Zan just kind of like, please don't say that in front of <laughs> I am a, I'm, I am a Someone said it in front of them you. at some point. Where did you learn this? Um, we were when we were out cleaning, we heard someone talking about how aroused they were in the morning. That it's something that they called morning wood. I don't know <laughs> what that means. Here I was though. just sitting here being like. Is he about to talk about morning wood in the D and D podcast? <laughs> Here we are. We miss you, beautiful people. <laughs> we missed you too. <laughs> like, who, what? What person did you hear talking about? I think it was one of the. Um, I I I think Brother Bertrand called them strumpets. I think is what he said that they were. And you see one of the bald monks just kind of turn away. (laughs) Like the entire top of his head goes red. Oh, God. That redhead. And you see Zan kind of turn. That wasn't a redhead. That was a (laughs) white person who was embarrassed and blushing. (laughs) (laughs) There's a difference. (laughs) As any redhead will tell you. Not saying we don't do that too. I'm just saying that wasn't the implication in this. Yeah, the implication was definitely not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Zahn kind of like just barely turns in the bald monk's direction. Is that so? Brother Bertrand and I will have to have a discussion about <laughs> what is appropriate language uh, and, and topics of discussion around impressionable children. Thank you, Joni, for letting me know. And you see uh, the brother, assume, presumably Bertrand, suddenly go stiff and then kind of slump his shoulders and then sit at the table with his bowls very slowly eat, like not looking at anyone, just like just staring straight into his bowl. So, 
uh, and she'll kind of turn to the rest of you. Uh, I assume you have some plans for the day or will, would like to make plans for the day. And she will, excuse me, will wander over to uh, the pot of oatmeal and begin to like make herself a, a helping of it. Uh, and will grab a mug uh, and pour herself a bit of coffee from the, to the into the carafe or from the carafe, not into the carafe. Jeez, words, Lawrence. Uh, <laughs> we'll sit down and uh, we'll just kind of like patiently await anyone to to speak up. Hmm. Jazz goes over and he gets two bowls of oatmeal and he comes back and he gives Orla one. But he starts doing prestidigitate. Can I get textures out of it also along with the flavor? Because it says you could flavor something. Yeah. And I, he makes what, what, it, uh, what, what are you doing? He just wants to make it into a, you know, because uh, you said there was maple syrup around. Yeah. So he's going to put maple syrup in it and then he's going to make it feel like there has nuts in it. So it's so it's just a more entertaining meal. Really? <laughs> <laughs> so it's more entertaining than basic oatmeal. You know what the <laughs> Well then you well then you can just you know, there's already the syrup in And you'll see one of the, the, the kids kind of like peering over and I, as he you're doing precipitation over the bowl and uh, while like nuts don't actually appear, but there is some uh, <laughs> some movement in the bowl that is not be happening with your with your spoon at all and the kid's like whoa mister how are you doing that oh this is just a simple magic trick what is your favorite fruit um i like mangoes and then he does like a little poof <laughs> and then it has uh give it a taste in his in his bowl i try to time this at the same time <laughs> but I want to do prestidigitation of like a bunch of sparks and like aura effects <laughs> behind jazz so he doesn't know it's happening. <laughs> <laughs> Lucius, take some inspiration for that because I love that. That's fantastic. <laughs> so as as jazz uh, points at the bowl, uh, Lucius kind of like gently points at J in jazz's direction and as uh the like <laughs> the texture just kind of rises and falls in the bowl but the boy is not paying attention to anything that's happening to the bowl because just behind jazz <laughs> are these like sparks of light in various colors just go like a like 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 the final like kind of fourth of july fireworks uh bit but, but, but silent <laughs> and the boy's like Wow. And he'll taste the Hey <laughs> <laughs> There's mangoes in there, but I don't and he's will poke around. You feel the pieces? Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I don't see them in here. How'd you do that? It is just magic. That's crazy. Can all of you do that? Oh yes, I'm sure. Chill till the, the little boy will look at Ozma. Can can you can you do that with the with the with the bowl and the, the, the mangoes and the, <laughs> and the fruit and the, and the and the flavors? Yeah, probably. <laughs> Ozma, can you actually do it? 
<laughs> Probably not. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead and roll. Uh, go ahead and roll deception for me. Oh my god, I'm gonna die. Well, mm-hmm. okay, okay, that's cool. That's cool. Lying to children. Lying and, to children and stealing and from, from a temple, church. stealing from a temple and lying <laughs> to children. So you rolled an eighteen. The kid rolled a nineteen. No! <laughs> <laughs> so the what kid, the fuck? The kid looks up at you. Are you sure? <laughs> I'm not sure about anything in my life. <laughs> <laughs> and this is sad. <laughs> Just kind of. <laughs> Almost spits her oatmeal out of her mouth. <laughs> like, well, <clears throat> that was amusing. <laughs> like, what else aren't you sure about, young woman? Uh, I would just like rest her elbow on the table and then rest her head in her hand. What else aren't you sure about? I don't like this line of questioning. <laughs> <laughs> I am a priestess, and it is it is my duty to to help you unburden yourself of doubt and fear, and help lead you to better understanding. Um, maybe I'm just really comfortable with doubt and fear. I I mean, they're kind of my friends. Like I I, I, I know them. I mean, I could have more than just these guys. I mean, doubt and fear make for strange bedfellows, I think. And I mean, I've had some strange bedfellows, and they are not <laughs> the strangest. I mean, and she'll kind of, like, lean over and, like, will cup her hands so that the kids can't see it. Speaking from experience, doubt and fear are not nearly as fun as... <laughs> you know. You know. Yeah, she kind of like her eyebrows yeah, at you. Yeah, yeah. I may be a priestess, but I've taken no vows of chastity. If you can. <laughs> the quote of the so far, the quote of the session. <laughs> what are you guys doing? Yeah, the 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 Zan Zan's like I might be a priestess, but I'm not dead. <laughs> <laughs> and it's at that moment, uh, Ozma, uh, I'd like for you, uh, go ahead and make a wisdom wisdom saving throw for me. Oh no! It's pizza. I don't like to do that. <laughs> oh, oh, man. So at that moment, there is a very loud ringing in your head. Like ringing in the ways of like, like in, in that way, like you maybe have just gotten punched in the face and there's that like your bell just got rung, but there's no physical pain. There is a very sharp disorientation. Mm. And through that disorientation, you hear a familiar voice. <gasps> Asma, 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 can you hear me? 
it's 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 stay close. It's stay close. I. <laughs> Uh, I can hear you. I can hear you. But is she saying this out loud or is she saying it in her head? I don't know. <laughs> I, I'm sending you this message because um, some stuff went down and I got broken out of uh, prison, I think. Um, I'm running. <laughs> don't know where. Um, uh, tell everyone. Uh, talk later. Okay, bye. Ah! <laughs> the line is cut. Whoa. Dude, <laughs> did you guys just hear that, or was it was it just me? No one else got that message. Did I hear oh. you say, "Oh, dude"? Yes. <laughs> that is all I heard. Ooh, vampiric touch! Uh, thank you for raiding. Also, the Liching Hour. Thank you for raiding, you guys. Welcome. <laughs> Hello. Welcome to the show. We hope you enjoy yourself. We hope you enjoy. Um, Ozma will say, I just had this really weird thing that just happened that I heard Dacos. I heard my friends not knowing I'm streaming right now. Um, I heard my friends. Uh, I heard my I heard Dacos and I think he's in trouble. I mean, more trouble than he usually is in. I mean, and then you see Katie kind of look up with a raised eyebrow. I mean, he was already in trouble. Remember, he got, I mean, he got taken from you guys and was in, like, when I messaged him, he was in some kind of weird prison situation. What, what did he, did he message you just now? Did he, did he send a message to you? I think so. Do you think it's? the things we have so that we can communicate with each other? Was it that? No. Uh, I'm pretty sure he's far out of range for that. He must have sent, He must have used a sending spell to, to message you. Oh, I, he clearly picked the most responsible party member to, to address. <laughs> that is odd that he picked you. Yes. What, 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 what did he say? I mean, we're bros. When he used to be an old man, we used to... Um, Take a lot of hallucinogens together. Yes, I heard about the snake thing. The snake thing. Yeah, yeah. That, that's listen that's... to Ages of the Circle season two to hear about the snake thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can only assume that he believes that your third eye's uh, connection to his third eye would be the only one that would allow you to see uh the totality of his experience currently admittedly i'm just talking out of my butthole what did he say <laughs> he said he said he 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 is was in jail but he, he was broken out he thinks and that he's running and that uh to tell you all that um he will talk later goodbye and then he went ah oh that sounds so much fun <laughs> And you, can say that. you see Katie just kind of put her face in her hands. Oh, God. Oh, God. All right. Give, 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 give me a moment. And you see her kind of. <sighs> and she kind of goes into a bit of a trance herself for a, for a moment. Uh, go on, Jazz. You were saying something. That sounds so much fun. Could you imagine to just be, is it on a train? How did he escape? Hmm. Was there some sort of explosion? Who knows? 
and Zan just kind of looks between all of you. This is the friend that went missing earlier, yes? Yes. This is Grandpa. Is is this something that... Oh, he's an old man? Oh, he was an old man. And I'm sure he still is. (laughs) Ah. Indeed. And see, Zan finally will, like, look at Orla and, like, oh, my dear, I am sorry. We don't think we've been formally introduced. And she kind of stands and and gives you a bow, Orla. My name is Zan. I am the high priestess of this temple of Meshachal. Pleasure to meet you. I'm sure that you are uh, 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 part of this merry band, seeing how close the two of you are. Um, And I'm sorry, my dear. What is your name again? Oh, I'm so sorry. My name is Orla. It's a pleasure to meet you. Oh, and you likewise. Um, so, is this something that happens often? Mm-hmm. Uh, one of you getting jailed and then escaping somehow? No. Right. I don't know if it has happened before. This is part of the fun. And as you say that, you see Katie kind of slip out of her trance. (laughs) And she definitely makes that, well, shit, there goes the neighborhood face. (laughs) So I just sent a message to Clara, and she's not happy again. And... um, I, I think she's now trying to message Dacos so that they can meet. And I I don't... There was a lot of cursing. It's a lot of swearing. Um, a lot of yelling. Uh, fun fact. Uh, yelling psychically is still loud <laughs> and actually hurts. I wonder how this is accomplished. If you use sending to send a message, please do so without yelling. Because, ow. That's all. (laughs) We'll go back to eating. And Zen was kind of... So... Normal, not normal. Um, I would say it is the first time, but I would still say it is normal. Maybe it hasn't happened a lot, but it's not something that I wouldn't expect or want. (laughs) Katie kind of nods uh, as lucid as that sounds. He's, he's, he's right. Uh, it's new, but it's also considered normal. Mostly, we have a lot of uh, very new experiences uh, with this group that uh, not many people really have reference for. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, I know this has to be a bit weird. And Zan's like, this is fascinating. And if I'm being honest, a bit entertaining. We don't get this kind of excitement often uh, at the temple. I mean, outside of uh, the ruffians that occasionally, I mean, and you you met them. 
But yes. <laughs> Carrera Jr. I love that. I say yes. <laughs> hmm. Well, you can stick around and help us plan the next part of what we must do. It yes, I was wondering what you all were going to do next, uh, given uh, what you all have learned uh, since being here. So what did we learn about the target again? So you learned that Julius is hanging out at the um, uh, the, the uh, House Denneth Enclave, uh, and she also uh, advised that one good way to kind of rustle thing, rustle some feathers with the Enclave would be to uh, go and see their rival Enclave, which is House Thrashk. Uh, and she also, on top of that, advised uh, looking into uh, seeing Jarvis uh, at the uh, at the Iron Watch. Jarvis at the Iron Watch. Julius is in the Enclave. And in order to in order to get a get a chance to go in their enclave, we need to go talk to the to their rivals. No, it's not necessarily that you need them to get in to the enclave, but um, if you're trying to ruffle their feathers and uh, maybe even provide a uh, an interesting distraction to them, uh, maybe talking to House Thrashk might be a good idea. So. Well, we could always use more help. So how about uh, we also see Jarvis? And you'll see Katie kind of look up. You've mentioned this Jarvis once or twice before. Um, who is he to you all again? He used to be one of us, a member of our order. And... Uh, after, let's call a purge, our order is smaller. Well, yes. And we could use his help. So you know the Jarvis? Yes. Interesting. Wait, we we told her everything about what we're doing, who we are and stuff, did we? Didn't we? Zan, yes. Okay, never mind. Don't be so secretive. Yeah, so you... Uh... You told her because Katie made a insight check uh, last episode that pretty much said, "Yeah, she knew. She knew that like, Zan knew oh, yeah, she were, knew already, but yeah. we just wanted you all to say it." <laughs> so, well, well, I don't know how much help I would be uh, right now, particularly. Uh, given uh, my part in the melee yesterday, um, I'm sure that the Stormlords have uh, some folk out looking specifically for me. As oh, they, as I'm fairly well known in this city, uh, whereas you all 
have the have the 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 fortune of being rather new and uh, unrecognizable. Oh yes, you stay here and protect the children anyway. Yes, that is my course of action. Um, I will keep your beds uh, upstairs, of course, uh, assuming that you want to use our temple as a uh, resting place, staging ground uh, situation. Like I said, we all have some stake in um, bringing Julius, uh, not Julius, geez. Um, Lightfoot. Yes, bringing Lightfoot to just. Oh, his name is Julius. Uh, bringing Julius to justice, <laughs> and he totally <laughs> snuck back out. He back totally did. Chair. He totally did. I love. <laughs> That's what was throwing me off. I'm like sitting here, like <laughs> I'm, like I'm wanting, like, but there's this cute kid now. <laughs> it's like <laughs> definitely goblin energy. I love it. Yeah, yeah, big time goblin energy. <laughs> But yes, we have some stake ourselves here in wanting to see uh, Lightfoot get the justice he is due. Um, so, um, how far away are the different enclaves as well as the Iron Watch? So, let's go to our handy dandy map and see. So you all are in the Temple District. You all are the Temple of Mishakal is <laughs> about here-ish. Uh, the Enclave is right here in Forge Light at the far eastern end of the Forge Light District. And let's see, where is the Iron Watch? There's a thing for that here. I could be wrong. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> the Iron Watch is going to be here in the uh, in Silverwall, just here, all the way at the southern end of the city. So, are are both enclaves at that in Forge Light? Oh no, the other enclave, uh, House Thrask, is Thunderak. Uh, Thirty-two. Let's see where are. Let's see, we have the map. Yeah, Kettle, we're essentially up in the northeast corner of the town, and Silverwall is down at the south. Okay, we're south end. End. So like where number 33 is about. Yeah. So this is cool. House Thrashk is going to be in Greystone, which is all the way kind of not it's just up it's just north of the harbor uh to the southwest well, and house thrask is where julian is no house uh house dennis is where 
Julian. Oh, Julian is. And uh, uh, House uh, House Thrask is where uh, uh, Jarvis is. So, yes. Where do we want to go first, then, friends? Is it? Do we? Do we enlist Jarvis? Do we go talk to him? <laughs> we want do we want his help? And Caleb kind of looks up from her bowl. Couldn't hurt, especially if you guys know him. Mm. Yeah. I, I think uh, seeking out Jarvis would be good. It's good stuff. Um, but first, uh, even though Ash doesn't know prestidigitation, he does conjure a minor illusion in the young child's porridge or oatmeal <laughs> um, of like wood lace and bark. <laughs> and like the kid is like happily chomping on his on his porridge, and he looks down. <laughs> <laughs> and Ash will wink at him. Did you? Why did you do that? <laughs> you put you put bugs in my bugs in my oatmeal. Magic. <laughs> he did that because he's the word that Zan didn't want you to say. <laughs> you mean you know? I'm not going to say it because I don't want to do 200 push-ups right now. But We're picking up on that. But he, he 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 gives Ash like a very sour look. Ash gives him the thumbs up. <laughs> Shakes his head. Miss Ed, I'm done. <laughs> he gets up and brings his bowl to the sink and leaves. In the immortal words of Roy Kent. Such a child. Uh, Speaking to Ash, of course, not the actual <laughs> child. Hey, babe. And Katie's just like, uh, <laughs> making friends wherever you go. <laughs> so, yes, who do we want to go and see first? Uh, do you want to go and check out? House the rash? Do we want to go and see this friend of yours? Like, but uh, yes, well, yes, but which one would we like to do first? Oh, <laughs> my bad. Um, the question we would like to go see Jarvis and maybe enlist his help. See, and because he's with the uh, he is with the uh, he's with the, the Iron enemy Watch. house of theirs, right. No, no, Jarvis is with the Iron Watch. Hmm. So we'll stop by there first and maybe hit up the enemies afterward. All right. Give me just a second. Let me pull something up for myself really quick. I'm sorry, guys. Ripley was just pooting, <laughs> stinking up the place.
There we are. Okay. So you all finish your breakfast and uh, I take it you start to you leave the temple and start to make your way down south. Uh, as you kind of wander s- southward through the city, uh, uh, you pass through kind of pass through the forge like district. Uh, and as you do, uh, Jazz and Ozma, you will see um, you'll see Alphonse uh, on his way to the jeweler, uh, and he'll kind of like take a look at you guys and just and we'll keep going. Won't, won't actually say anything. Uh, Jazz see- does an anime style. He'll just kind of stop and give you a. <laughs> Why do they always wave like that? <laughs> but yeah. And, oh. and he'll kind of walk into the uh, walk into the jeweler, uh, and you can see that like. Forge lights begin to wake up. A lot of the bellows have started. Uh, the lights inside many of the forges are coming on for the first time today. Uh, the plumes of smoke are beginning to arise from uh, those buildings. Uh, you walk through Stormhaven, and there are just a series of uh, these very tall. Uh, but very condensed apartment-style buildings uh, that look less... Actually, no, they look less like apartments and more like they are houses, small houses just built on top of each other and it's like stacked on top of each other almost haphazardly, uh, but also like against like the wall of that particular district. Uh, <laughs> so it, it both looks beautiful and also very, very worrisome. And you, uh, you can see like people starting to kind of leave uh, those buildings and kind of scatter uh, in all the different directions uh, to go to uh, presumably uh, their places of employ uh, in the various districts of Stormreach. Uh, after a little while, you pass through Respite, uh, which is the hospital district. Uh, and you see several clerics and several uh, very, very uh, haggard, not really haggard, uh, harassed-looking kind of uh, people kind of wandering in. Oh, in and out. Respite is the kind of place, jazz as you remember, uh, particularly from your own hospital experience there, that that place is very much an open all hours, uh, rotating shifts uh, kind of place. And as you pass respite, uh, Jazz, give me a wisdom save. Uh oh! <laughs> oh no! Is worst. Oh, oh, nice. <laughs> so 
a flashback from your youth begins to kind of filter itself into your mind. But as you begin to recognize it for what it is, you grab onto Orla's hand and you, you, you squeeze a bit. And as she squeezes back, that image just kind of flitters away. And, and all you, all you've got now is the feeling of Orla's hand in yours. So you pass uh, respite and get into Locksmith Square, which, oddly enough, is not just full of locksmiths. Uh, <laughs> there are a couple of uh, very industrial style uh, kind of buildings in the area. Uh, you notice a uh, an office that specializes in uh, the production of doors. Uh, you don't know why they build doors. Presumably they build doors for the entire city. Who the hell knows? Um, it's another space uh, that is basically a safe maker. Um, there's another space uh, that is specifically uh, set there for uh, steering wheels for ships and boats. Uh, it's it's a very kind of eclectic place. Uh, that was Jazz. Make a history roll for me. What a beautiful place! History roll with advantage, please, since you are familiar with this place. Sixteen. That was a wisdom save you gave me. I want oh. a history roll. <laughs> Not again. Nope. Say no more. Uh, with a nat 20. Uh, you roll a nat 20 on that. With that nat 20, you very distinctly remember your father telling you uh, a story about how the locksmith square was actually started and founded by a group of locksmiths that wanted to kind of begin a guild together. Uh, but in the process of that uh, building of a guild, uh, they kind of formed their own monopoly around locks, safes, and doors. Uh, the city, which was under different management at that time, uh, decided that this was a bad idea and broke up the guild. And in doing so, put a couple of other businesses in that area uh, owned by different people to kind of offset this potential monopoly. Didn't really work that well as the families are still... Uh, still know each other, are still in cahoots, and still uh, basically uh, own and operate this uh, this particular district completely independent of the Storm Lords. Like the Storm Lords have no reach here, uh, but it is they have a very interesting um, alliance with Silverwall, particularly in that they provide several components that are used in the maintaining of, uh, maintain the maintenance and upgrading of many of the Warforged who live there. Hmm. He, <clears throat> he's telling them all about, uh, uh, telling them this. 
Hmm. And Kaladon just kind of, this is a weird place. <laughs> and you grew up here? Well, I spent a lot of time there. It is hard to say um, if I grew up in mo- any single place, but I definitely spent a lot of time here. Well, if, if, if given your backstory, you can probably say that you grew up mostly in the Feywild. <laughs> true. Oh, yeah, true. Very true. Very true. Uh, you <coughs> were here until you were maybe nine or ten ish, and then your parents took you into the Feywild, which is where you met Orla and her family. Instead of school. Instead of school. <laughs> your Johnny Quest ass adventure. I love that. <laughs> uh, and as you pass through the locksmith square, you enter into Silverwall, which is exactly what it sounds like. It is a massive wall made of solid steel and silver. Uh, there are a couple of buildings built into this wall, but the wall itself uh, Jazz, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep that nat twenty since the uh, it's connected to the locksmith square. Uh, that main wall is the location of the Iron Lords. Of the Iron, uh, the Iron Watch. Oh, they're in the wall. Like that's they are, the uh, it's their headquarters their, uh, is the wall. Yeah. Oh, that's tight. That's tight. Very cool. So as you lead them to uh, the entrance of this wall, you see uh, standing near the the entrance are a couple of tall, very well-built, like massive-looking warforged. One of them is carrying what looks like a ridiculously-sized glaive. in his hand. The other one is uh, does not appear to carry any kind of visible well how shall I put this is not carrying any kind of bladed weapon uh, and that is because one of his arms is a multi-barreled gun. (laughs) (laughs) He's got that he's got that Garrett. And that one Barrett, yeah, very Barrett Wallace, and he stands there uh, with his arms folded, but the arm coming, uh, the hand coming on the outside is the gun arm, uh, and he just kind of taps it against his uh, his other arm very deliberately uh, as he looks at you. We've got business here. Well, this I do. There is one here. Raises a mechanical eyebrow. Yes. I would like to gain entry and speak with a friend of mine. You have a friend in the Iron Watch, do you? You can say this. And the other guard kind of looks at him, looks at you. And who is this friend? 
Julius. That's not his name. Nope. Julian. <laughs> That's also not his name. Jarvis. Jarvis. <laughs> <laughs> I could have gone on with that. And it would have been a whole different conversation, but I knew what you meant. So it's like, come on. Uh, that's no, should that have been? No, 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 yeah, yeah. Well, we've got a Julian and we've got a Jarvis. I'm just saying, excuse me, a Julius and a Jarvis. They're, I'm saying it's the J's, it's all these J's, <laughs> these J's all over the damn place. And the the gun armed guard, oh, you know, Jarvis. Oh, we love that guy. Oh, man, <laughs> he's amazing. Oh, I'm the how do you how how do you know Jarvis? Well, I knew him before he came here. And where is that from? Colbert. You're from Colbert. Oh my goodness, he's from Colbert too. Where in Colbert are you from, man? Sean. He's from Sharn. Oh my goodness. I, why didn't you say so? No. No? Why would I believe anything that you have to say? <laughs> it is the truth. Listen. That gem, that squishy bean of a boy. <laughs> washed up on these shores battered, beaten and near dead from Sharn we put him back together as best as we could that man is a sweetheart and must be protected and he unfolds his arms gives his gun arm a click I am going to protect my friend, my sweet squishy bean friend. <laughs> oh, I am I am glad to hear you say this. We definitely have need of friends to protect us. Yes. The people who attacked Jarvis also attacked us, attacked uh, everyone we know. He takes, he kind of leans in for a moment, takes a really good look at you, and I'm going to make a roll now to see what happens when he does that. Why do you look familiar? Jazz, may I? <clears throat> Excuse me. Sorry. Mm. Oh, Jazz, may I su- Jazz, may I suggest you share our credentials with the gentleman? Oh, and then Jazz is a bunch of this. And then he has like a, his badge. His wallet, you know, like a wallet kind of thing. And then he, it's not open yet. It's not open. Mm. And he says, um, maybe this will help. And then he opens it. And he'll take the open wallet from you. 
kind of peer at it for a moment. And it's very clear that he's not looking at the badge at all. He's looking at like the blank bit and he's like, that's a Dennis Club card. <laughs> a library card for Morgrave University. Uh, <laughs> oh, you wanted the- I see. What? That is why you look so familiar. He saw you in his memories. Oh. You were with an old man who seemed to be very, very fond of doing backflips. Yes, this is Grandpa. Is he not with you? Oh, he is no longer with us. But, But not like that. When did he die? Oh. He seemed, he seemed a sweet, sweet old man. He, he did not die. He, um, he is on an adventure. Ah. Jasper Goodsong Jr. This is me. Go oh, close the wallet. Hand it back to you. Wait here. And he'll turn to his friend. They move. Oh, they're always moving. They make any unlawful moves. You know what to do. And the other one kind of looks at him, looks at you. Yes, sir. And then, like, very, like, very mechanically, like, takes the glaive and, like, moves into, like, a two-handed <laughs> pose with it. Like, a two-handed defensive pose with it as the other one is kind of, that's not what I, whatever. <laughs> and it enters the door. Kaladin just kind of looks at the door and then looks at you all. Everyone here is so friendly. I swear it's almost as if everyone is trying to kill us constantly. Should be nice. A couple minutes pass. And the door slides open, and Gunarm kind of pokes his head out. <laughs> hey, you all, come on! And he moves away from the door. Honesty works, and he just uh, follows him. I'm assuming the rest of you follow as well. Right along. Awesome! 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 Um. So you all go through, and while the outside looks very, very much like a plain uh, steel wall with like some silver threading, kind of uh, making it giving it the appearance of like metal bricks, uh, the inside is very ornate. Uh, It's almost. the metal on the walls looks almost like Damascus steel. Uh, 
it almost glitters. Uh, and everything in the inside looks as if it is made up of some kind of metal. Um, with the exception of a couple of tables. Uh, and you see a couple of Warforged sitting at one of these tables. Uh, it looks like they're playing cards. Uh, one of the Warforged looks like he's been recently repaired, but kind of mix-matched. One hand uh, has like five fingers, the other hand has three. That's three very large fingers. And that one's kind of holding his cards, kind of looks over at the other Warforged, who's like a big, hulking Warforged, sitting very much like this, very, very scrunched up on a small stool in front of this table. The other Warforged, do you have any twos? (laughs) And the other Warforged, Looks at his cards. And in a very like gravelly, almost sounds like metal scrapping, uh, scraping together. Go fish. (laughs) (laughs) And gun arm kind of walks past. The small one is Clyde. The large one is tiny. Yes, yes, that tracks. <laughs> they continue walking. Uh, you see a couple of other Warforged hanging around what looks like a water cooler, but made of an oil tank. And, you know, they're both, you know, one is actually, there's a spigot inside, and one of them actually is pouring uh, a very, very black sludgy liquid into a metal cup. Uh and the other one is kind of like, yes, and you know, and things and stuff. And the other one's like, yes, yes, no, you told me that story about 30 times already. It's, it's, oh, look. And it points to, or they, it, he points to you. And the other one kind of looks over. Huh, what do you know? I don't get many fleshies in the building. How about that? And gun arms like, don't mind them. It's true, though. We don't get many um, fleshies <laughs> visiting. Hmm. And Katie's like, fleshies, is that a term you use often for non mechanical people? And he just kind of shrugs as he walks with you all. Well, some of us are, you know, very, very strong, very durable. We're not always the most creative bunch. <laughs> and down a long hallway, also like beautifully well-made, uh, ornate carvings uh, in silver all along the walls. Uh he brings you to a door and he kind of just kind of gestures to it. Uh, Jarvis is inside. He might not look 
uh, quite the way you remember him. Uh, he's been through a lot. And he just kind of steps away from the door and kind of leaves you there to go in if it's what you choose to do. That's that's me too. Yes. Yeah. All right. Who's opening the door? Uh, Ash pushes Jazz up to the door. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. And then just turns around and opens it. As you open the door, Jazz, make me a reflex saving throw. Yeah, that's a good one. Okay. Oh, yeah, that reflects dexterity. Uh, I just wanted to point out we're being raided by uh, mad birds. Mad birds. Mad crows. Mad crows. Mad bird raid. Mad bird streams. Mad bird streams. Indeed. Welcome. Welcome. Hopefully you enjoy and hang out for a while. <laughs> so with oh. that, uh, you rolled what was that? That was a 22 deck save. Nice. Uh, with that roll, you are able to avoid being knocked off of your feet. <laughs> uh, as about 200 pounds of metal crash into and wrap their arms around you. Oh my god, Jazz, it's you! <laughs> oh. and you're able to look into, you look up and you see this, like, you remember how articulated his face was. Uh, it's less so now, given all the repairs that had to be done on his face. Uh, you remember him very much being uh Titanium metals with blue, uh, blue streaks, beautiful glowing blue eyes. Uh, about half of that face has been replaced uh, by what looks like copper uh, or maybe even brass. The eye uh, has been replaced with something that is more red. Uh, the repairs were carefully done, but not expertly done. Uh, so, like one ha- half of his face gives you that articulated, wide grin, but the other half simply moves the mouth up and down uh, as the mouth opens. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, he's got that. <laughs> he hugs you tight. Oh my God, it's been so long. I can't believe you're alive. And he looks up at the rest of you. You're all alive. What? There's, there's, there's Ash, who was the smelly one. Uh, you look different. You've got better clothes this time. I, I, I like what you've got going there. I didn't know that you could smell. Oh. Of course we can smell. Do you think that just because we're mechanical, we don't have enough factory senses? That was a good point. Oh, you stepped yeah. it there, Ash. 
<gasps> how, how is this? Asma, is that you? It is. You look so good. Oh my goodness. And he pushes Jazz away. And, <gasps> and he goes flying <gasps> into a wall. And he takes you up in the, uh, his arms, Asma, and kind of spins you around. Oh my goodness, look at you. Did you get taller? Or did Probably I Probably a little bit. I'm going to go with you got taller. I got oh taller. Oh my goodness. You look so good. What? Do you look at your hair and you've got some new weapons. Wow. Look at you. You're kind of a badass now, aren't you? I, I've gotten really good at killing things. You, I bet. I imagine you did. Mr. Lucius Flag. And she, he just drops you unceremoniously. <laughs> <out of us. laughs> Drops you, walks over to you, and rather than like pulling you into a big bear hug, just like grabs one of your hands and starts shaking it vigorously. Oh, oh my goodness! It's so good to see you, Mister Flag. Ah, you you are looking very, very well, very, very. Oh, I'm hurting you. I'm so sorry. It just drops your hand. <laughs> Thank you. It's good to see you as well. Ah, ah. I'm so sorry. I'm I'm still getting used to, and it's the first time you all notice uh, his arms are different. His arms are much longer. Uh, they're they're more slender. Uh, they almost look skeletal, uh, except that there also seems to be more going on in the way of like gears and moving pieces that are like constantly. Uh, clicking themselves into place, uh, clicking out of place and moving around uh, to accommodate for his fingers. All ten digits, still there, uh, but longer uh, and almost claw-like now. Uh, and uh, you also notice that he's not wearing the robes of the circle anymore. Uh, he is wearing uh, kind of a peasant shirt uh, with... Uh, some black breeches uh, and a more grayish uh, robes over that. Uh, I, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Still getting used to lots happened. Um, please, please, all of you sit. Where's the sullen one? What, what was her name? Um, oh, Tris. Yes, Tris. Uh, where, what happened? What, is she not with you? Not currently, no. She oh. is. Did she? Did no, no, no. She is out? still. She is still with us uh, oh, on good. this plane, but um, is working through some of her own stuff. To put ah. it vaguely, <laughs> apologies. Right. right. Oh, oh, and where's Grandpa? Grandpa should be here too, right? <laughs> Where's everybody? <clears throat> that is true, but uh, he is also indisposed. indisposed. <laughs> oh, well, that is too bad. But look, we've also got new people. Oh, oh, and he looks at you, Orla. Oh, you're very pretty. <laughs> this, <laughs> this is the most beautiful thing in nature, Orla. Oh, hello, Orla. I, I, I have, I have a, a, and he like takes, like very gingerly takes your hand and like gives like the best approximation of like a kissing of your knuckles that he can. 
It is a pleasure to meet you, Miss Orla. Tell me, do you have any Warforged in you? <laughs> I'm sorry. Do you happen to have any Warforged in you? <laughs> he then like raises an eyebrow and gives you a bit of a smirk with his articulated side. Would you like some? <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding, of course. And who oh. is it? Oh, you're very, very. Oh, is this? Is this a? Are you the two of you? Is that a? Did that happen? I've missed so much. <laughs> and he looks at yes. Kaylin and 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 who are you, Miss? You're muscly. Um, I I I kind of have muscles, but you are you have flesh muscles, and that's impressive. Yeah, I'm told. Uh, and Kaylin and like, hello, I'm I'm Kaladan. Um, I'm also new, probably the newest of this group. Um, hello, um, you're Jarvis then? Yes, yes, I am Jarvis. Um, please, everyone, sit, please. Uh, and uh, how long? When did you get to Stormreach? Probably maybe one or two days ago. We just arrived yesterday. Oh, yesterday. Oh. Wait a minute. Were you involved in in in, in the fracas in the uh, in the temple district? That was forced upon us. I heard about yes. that. Um, sounded like a lot of what happened was you all's handiwork, but I wasn't sure. I thought that everyone was was dead. The chief is the chief. Okay, did he make it out? Yes. Oh, good. Shiro is alive. Oh, Shiro is alive too. Good. Oh, wait. Well, he, Shiro's not our chief? Sure, Shiro's the chief now. Uh, he was referring to um, Corin Vanaras. Oh. Yeah. Yes, yes. The chief has been, what was he, promoted to the grand, to the, to the highest position? Oh, he's the director now. Yes. And that means that the rumors about Samara are true. That she's gone. This is true. Oh. And you see him kind of slouch into the chair uh, opposite you all. There are not many of us who made it out of Sean. No. Are you there. all that it's left? Well, there is us, and there is you. That might be it. But but but, Grandpa, and Tris also made it out, right? Oh yes, yes. They are also us. Okay, that is good to know. It is sad. Yes, it is sad. Very painful. As you can see, I made it out, but not quite in the same shape as I was when I was the first and last time you saw me. 
How have you been adjusting? Having a new body has been interesting. And he will kind of open up his uh, his peasant shirt. And you'll see that, like, while some of the core uh, of his some of his original body is still there, it's very little of it. Uh, the rest of it has been uh, repaired over and almost augmented with these brass and copper uh, pieces that are constantly kind of moving and adjusting uh, over each other. And uh, in the center uh, of his chest where the heart would be, uh, you see these plates kind of moving over what essentially is uh, his heart, this uh, crystalline core uh, that is kind of glowing and shimmering uh, with this magical energy. Uh, basically, uh, for those of you who... Well, all of you would have known this because it would have been something that you would have gone in uh, in your academy training. Uh, it is his life's energy. Uh, it is the, the core of what gives them life. It is basically where their soul is housed. It is his soul gem. Uh, but the plates are, are moving over and around it uh, in the effort to uh, protect it as best as it can. I've been given uh, this new body, these new hands, legs. Uh, my face even has changed. It's an adjustment, but it was necessary to keep me alive. I'm sure you are not the only Warforged that is going through something like this. I understand that there's no undoing things like this, but if there's anything we can do to help you or any other Warforged in similar straits, Indeed. I would hope that you know that you can still call upon the circle. Now that I know that there's still the circle left, yes, I know that now. It is relief to to know that you all live. And to that, I have to ask, where have you been? <laughs> Uh, here, there, and many places in between. Uh, we've covered a lot of ground trying to find those who are responsible for this betrayal, and that is what has brought us here. And you see the articulated bits of his face frown, and the one red eye, uh, which was bright, like the iris closes around it and narrows it a bit. I'm sorry, did you say betrayal? Yes. Please explain. Uh, 
a group of seven misguided individuals betrayed us from within. They were corrupted by outside forces. We believe them to be fairly primordial forces, very, very old. The agents of dust came to settle accounts. You see the frown slacken and the eyebrows rise, the mechanical eyebrows just rise in surprise. The agents of dust had a hand in this? Undoubtedly, at this point. How could this happen? We're supposed to be stronger than this. It's... Temptation is a hell of a thing. Especially when the sales pitch is that you are being the righteous one. The righteous one. Who could look at the hands of dust and say that they are righteous? Well, they acted largely by infiltrating the Church of the Silver Flame. So now you had holy men (laughs) preaching this betrayal as a necessary part of cleansing humanity. The Silver Flame? I knew that they held some animosity towards the circle. I did not know that it ran so deep. It's deeper than I've described. But many of them are unaware that they're being manipulated. They just believe. And there is hope for them, perhaps. For many individual members, certainly. I don't know what hope I hold for the institution unless it undergoes some dramatic changes, but that does not place blame or guilt on any of the individual members. We actually have someone who was a representative of of theirs uh, who is now, uh, we're hoping to rehabilitate slashes aligned with us. So you are absolutely correct. On the individual level, there is hope. I don't know if there is hope for the organization. Uh, I haven't seen a lot of good come out of it personally. This is usually the case with churches. (laughs) All due respect, Katie. Uh, Katie just kind of there are bad eggs everywhere. Agreed. Yes, no disrespect, but the words of a holy man can do a lot to ease a conscience that has been told to do things. And this was effective. And thus we are attacked and ruined. 
Well, and more specifically, let's let's get back to the origin of this all. This ultimately again falls on the Lord of Dust. The fact that they happen to use a desire to do good to instigate people to do evil, uh, that doesn't speak of any of the individual's desire to try and do good. It's just that that impulse is being manipulated. So these are the sort of things that we're now dealing with, and this was how the circle as a whole uh, suffered these setbacks and tragedies. That is most unfortunate. I do not like that one bit. We are none too keen. Yes, which brings us sort of. We just wanted to, uh, we heard you were here. We thought you should know. But we also have another mission, uh, have another purpose. And what is that? This is to find Julian, or what was it, Julian or Julius? Julius. Julius Lightfoot. I've heard that name before. Hmm? He is aligned with House Dennis, I believe. Somewhere in their enclave further north. This would be our aim. What do you want with a Julius Lightfoot? He is responsible. Is he one of the men you speak of? Yes. And he will be made to pay. I would like to help, but I am without my spell book, which will make things very difficult. If you were able to reacquire it for me, I could perhaps be of greater use to you. Where did you last have it? I was told that it washed up with my body. But when I came to It had been taken. There is a man on the pier, a good man. I cannot remember his name at this time. Owns a boat shop, I think, who seemed to think that it might be somewhere in the marketplace. He would probably know more. But it is not a normal spell book, I should warn you. It does not look like any book you have ever seen. Rather, it is a... And he will kind of lift up his fingers 
and will very clumsily make create an illusion of what appears to be a slab, like a, a slate made of crystal. I learned how to store my spells in this form. It's a lot easier to carry around than a large tome. I would think so. <clears throat> and I need one. I would not mind one myself. But you are not a wizard. Oh, no, no. Just to play with it. A spell book is a very, especially one of this make, it would be a very, very odd thing in the hands of one such as you. Granted, you are an artificer, so you might be able to improve upon it. This is, this is the play I speak of. And besides, Jazz does love his toys. I say that with nothing but affection. As long as he does not make it explode. <laughs> it takes entirely too much time to create a new one. Although I did once know a very, very useful spell. It was in that it is in that spell book. Tell me, are you familiar with the spell of exploding runes? <laughs> I do not know it, <clears throat> but I have heard of such. Ah. I have played all manner of pranks <laughs> using that spell in my youth. It was a lot of fun. These are the stories I hear. But say no more. He we will go to the, the illusion. Oh, you will do so for me. Yes, we will go to the market. And we will see if we can find your spellbook. I would greatly appreciate it. Um, I would ask around. There is a lovely gentleman there. Um, he was there a couple of days ago. And hopefully he is still there. Um, a rather tall goblin. A very, very muscular man has a mohawk. <laughs> I think his name was Marcus. Yep. Marius. Magnus. His name was Magnus. Oh. <laughs> it is Magnus. Asma, do you know him? We're acquainted. Your face says that you know him. Oh, your face says that you know him. That's what you get. We are aware of each other's presences. <laughs> he gives you this kind of... Actually, he's going to roll insight because that just sounds like a fun thing for him to do. Uh, uh, let's see how innocent he remains. <laughs> Yeah, he rolls an 18. You are aware of each other's presences. 
I see. Well, um, you have quite nice presences, and I'm sure he has quite nice presences as well. Uh, I have not seen his presences as they are normally covered in clothing, uh, as are yours, but yours kind of stuff. Anyway, um, and anyway, see him just kind of look away for a moment. Um, yes, uh, Magnus is in or was in the marketplace a couple of days ago, um, and was also trying to help me look for uh, my spell book. So perhaps the two of all of you could join forces and you might find my spell book together. This sounds easy. Yeah. And Kaladon just kind of has her hand, her head in her hand, kind of looks at Ozma. I can't remember if Kaladin has met Magnus yet or not. I don't think. I don't think. She I don't has. think so I don't either. Think she, I don't think she has. And she just kind of. So, Ozma, this seems very on brand for you. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. I want to make sure that I stay consistent. <laughs> so how well are you aware of his presence? Katie, what's the name of my crossbow? Oh. <laughs> huh? All right, girl. <laughs> uh, all right, girl. <laughs> And she just kind of gives you a knowing look like, okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, you and Jasper, or not Jasper, uh, Jarvis will, oh, you named your crossbow after him. No, he made it for me and named it after himself so I wouldn't forget him. (laughs) Ah. Well, he seems pretty unforgettable, but I am sure that the crossbow helps. It's got my highest kill count. <laughs> you have killed many people with Magnus. I have. I think he would actually kind of be into that. <laughs> Given what he does, yes, I would probably. I could. I can. I can likely agree with that statement. <laughs> but yes, if you could, could find my spell book. Um, ooh. And also, uh, as and I would do this myself, but I am still in the process of recalibrating my legs. And as he says that, he gestures to his legs, which seem to be shifting in and out of like being two legs and then being four legs and then back to being two legs. Like his legs keep splitting apart into two and then very slowly just kind of slamming back into each other and kind of like reshaping and then pulling away they are recalibrating um i do not know if they are aware as to whether or not they wish to be two or four this is very confusing but if you could find me something that might approximate a wand or a staff even that would also be very nice. 
and might aid me in the recalibration of these legs. And he will like try and hit it, hit one of his legs, and the leg will jerk for a moment and will slam back together to just make one leg. <laughs> and he'll just. And then he'll look at the other leg and do the same. And it, the other leg looks like as if it's about to kind of pull apart and become two. And then we'll just stop and set itself. It's like, I cannot keep doing this. Mm. It has become tiresome. <laughs> this is understandable. The, so the others have done their best, but I, 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 I need more. I need better. Maybe Magnus can help. Or you, Jazz, you are an artificer, are you not? I may, I will give it a shot. Let's see. Uh, go ahead and give me Tinker's give, Tools. Yeah, give me Tinker's Tools with an investigation roll. You're just kind of giving it a once over. Okay. Um, you can see with an 18, uh, you can see that <laughs> the legs, these legs used to belong to a very large spider drone. A spider drone. Uh, it looks as if the parts are very old. Uh, and given your investigation role, I can say that you know that they are about as old as the last war. <laughs> uh, this definitely was a, a type of war forged that you'd heard rumor about but did not really uh, was only spoken of as rumor and not so much as fact. Uh, there was no real evidence to support that these spider drones existed. So they didn't see a lot of uh, combat? Mm, not, not outward combat, no. <laughs> the, the rumor was that uh, from the stories that you heard and from what your father told you, uh, drones such as these were used more or less in infiltration and assassination during the war. Ooh. Something that is credited to House Kenneth, but House Kenneth will not neither confirm nor deny that they had anything to do with it, nor that they exist at all. Speaking of House Kenneth, can I use mending to fix his legs? Call. Uh, give it a try, and uh, I will roll. Uh, I'm going to roll a D100 to see how well this goes. Uh, pick high or low. Oh. Do I feel... Lucky do I, punk. I'll go high. All right. Rolling. Beep, beep, boop, boop, boop. 
rolled a 19 on the D100. Oh. So the mending, you see the mending kind of start to take a little bit, but the parts are moving so fast that the mending does not hold very well. And like it, it, you see it start to kind of fuse in places, and then a plate will shift, and it will break and begin moving on its own again, leaving the other uh, part, the part that did fuse, kind of floundering for a moment until it wore itself back to where it was and then will move again. Uh, well, Jarvis, I am sorry, but uh, these are actually very, very fine legs. Believe it or not, these legs were for assassin warforge. Oh, to... I remember these. I remember those drones. They were... And he kind of leans over. They were very scary. Very scary. Very quick. Very agile. Could climb the walls. These are actually some special legs you have here, but... They are much, much more beyond, much beyond what I could do with a simple mending spell. At my skill level, I may need a lot of time with these things. Hmm. Not that I have now. Well, perhaps we can see what Magnus is able to do if you can get Magnus to come. Magnus is a more highly skilled artificer than I. My uh, attention gets spread around. <laughs> and he then kind of gives you a once over and he'll kind of wave his hand in front of you and you'll see like both of his eyes like the one red and the one blue will both go purple and he's kind of yes you have been divided indeed <laughs> You have made a pact of some kind, I think. There is he. And he will kind of... Oh my goodness, the kitty! <laughs> the cone of shame. Why is the kitty in a cone? Because it, it can't do what it's supposed to do. Oh. It was that time. <laughs> oh. The chop. Oh, I am familiar with that. Yes. Yep, 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 yep. All right, Newt. There's your so 15 minutes. You will see Jarvis kind of like reach out uh, towards you, Jazz, and like poke at a spot just outside of you, uh, just past your ear. And you will hear Saif go, hey, what, 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 what the, and he'll just shift himself partially out of your body from your neck. What, <laughs> what do you think you do? And Jarvis will just, oh my, that is exquisite. He is something, he is what exactly are you? It's like, what am I? What are you? You are a machine. Excuse me. I beg your pardon. I am a warforged. 
there is a difference. But you're still mechanical, are you not? I have a soul. There is a difference. Save just kind of is thoughtful for a second. Right. I apologize. It's been a very long time since I've seen one of your kind. My apologies, I meant no disrespect. And you see Jarvis is kind of taken aback by this. And his kind of his mouth kind of moves, but nothing comes out. And then finally, I I did not expect that reaction. Well, that was rude. But he does not care. And Saif kind of looks at you, Jazz. He's like, I care quite a bit, actually. I did not wish to disrespect someone, a, a life form I have only just met. I am it's just took me by surprise. I, where are we? Oh, <laughs> this is the sil silver wall. This is Jarvis. And he will, just a moment, and he'll <laughs> release a tendril and will push the tendril into your ear, Jazz. Until I get, until I get more information, Jack. Accessing. Ah. It is good to see you again. Well, I'm not seeing you again. This is the first time I'm seeing you. I'm accessing, and Jarf's like, you're accessing his memories. He, he has access to my memories. Yes. Is he living inside of your mind? Yes. And the rest of you are okay with this. Some of us more than others. <laughs> Map giggles inside your head. <laughs> that was more of a cackle, but you get the you get the idea. <laughs> so I must ask Saif, you said your name was? Yes. Are you a god or a demon? Hmm. And Katie just kind of sits there amused. Not the first time he's been asked this question. And he kind of gives Lucius a bit of a look. God and demon. Hmm. And Saif would say, I was once part of a god. And I was ripped away. Now I am me, I suppose. But, Saif, sometimes I wonder if you are mm -hmm. still also the traveler. Because now, as you are with me, is that not what you do? Continue to travel. Continue to wander. You see him kind of, I see what you did there. Clever. Perhaps. Maybe. I don't know. I have to think about that now. 
You meet you, Jarvis. <laughs> <laughs> and like you can feel Saif now very, very pointedly pacing around inside your mind. Like not like poking around in your head at all. But like you feel this the the the, the secondary emotion that splits between anxiety and existential crisis and you can hear him almost whispering in your in your mind what am i am i still what what, what am i truly what how how do nothing I... and then uh, in 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 his head jazz will say saif mm-hmm. nothing has changed. But hasn't it? No. You are you. Are you you are what you decide. But I am also a part of him. Or I was. He still seems to think that I'm part of him. Hmm. To everyone else, like Jazz is just being eerily quiet. <laughs> and I want, I want, I want him to look. But well, here's here's the thing. He kind of he he. This is part of this is one of the things about Saif and stuff that Jazz loves a lot is that it, it's so mysterious. It's such a new thing, like. Uh, he he wants he he wants to see also you know who and what he will become like kind of not like a son but like a like a friend you know or something. Well, yeah, Saif would definitely consider you a friend. That's mm-hmm. you've been the nicest one to him out of the bunch. So he was of course <laughs> latched on to you both physically and emotionally. You hear, you hear Saif in your mind I will have to give this more consideration This is all very Very new Do you know Do you know what this is like Saif This is like When I realized I pace Like my father does Do you think the traveler paces this way? Yes. Across existence. Forever. Make a persuasion roll. You hear Saif, you feel Saif kind of rustle about inside of you. I shall have to consider that more. I don't know how I feel about this yet. This is understandable. And it's for the first time that you hear him in your mind 
where he's let go of that weird accent and his voice sounds more like your inner voice I will need to consider this this is good if he, uh, he he doesn't know if site if if uh, uh, he he just uh, he thinks that is good. He thinks that for Zaya to think about it is good. I certainly hope that it is. And then uh, and then he uh, uh, notices everyone else again. Not that he was like he wasn't he wasn't a, a, a orange or a, or pink eyed when he was doing that, but or black just, eyed, yeah, or yeah, or black eyed. He just wasn't paying attention. And Jarvis kind of lean like by the time you come back to yourself, like Jarvis is almost like completely in your face. Are you all right, Jazz? Yes, I am good. Is Saif, all right. And he like gets further in, like he's looking directly into your eye now, like as if looking into your eye will allow him to see Saif. <laughs> like, yeah. He he will be. He's not wrong, but he doesn't know yet. But I'm sure he will be. Hmm. Interesting. Yes, I, I have seen with some things, they are so complicated. It is better to just watch than learn everything. And that is the funnest part. Ah, like that time you went after the skinwalker. Yes. Mm-hmm. I remembered that. That was a... <coughs> Chief Corinth, uh, well, I guess Director Corinth now, spoke very, very highly about how that went. You all did an amazing job. But it also, to Jazz's larger point, was certainly a teachable moment. Well, yes. What is life without teachable moments, I suppose? Mm Mm-hmm. Agreed. He will look at uh, at Ash, his eyes still purple. I don't think I noticed that before. <laughs> Yours got soft. <laughs> what? You are not alone. What do you mean? You are not alone, that's what I mean. Of course not. I'm uh, with friends. Okay. And you feel Mab get very, very uncomfortable with the way that ja- that Jarvis is looking at you. Dear one, tread carefully. While he does not have his spell book, he is not without power. 
He's a wizard after all. I've not been alone for a very long time, Jarvis. And this is good for you. I think so. Yes. You used to wear a skull atop your head. What happened to that? You know, you knock enough skulls, you find other things to wear. That is good because that skull smelled a lot. I mean, you, you didn't smelled care for back it? then. But you smelled back then as well, but the skull was worse. No, I did not care for it. I, I don't smell now. You smell much better now. Mm. You smell of dirt and pine needles and lavender now. Mm. It's odd, but better. So, yes, I would say uh, being in good company has improved my situation. Yes. You're also more... Uh, what is the word I am looking for? Verbose. Thank you. You're welcome. And he will like reach out to you and like very, very awkwardly pat the top of your head <laughs> and then pull his hand back. I apologize if that hurt. Again, still getting used to these. It's okay, Jarvis. <laughs> no offense taken. Thanks. Oh, I should warn you. Um, the Stormlords apparently own a good deal of the marketplace. Um, they might make things difficult. Do you have any suggestions for... Uh... Making it easier. He thinks on this for a moment. He takes one of his like very mechanical talent hands and kind of drums his fingers against his cheek. <laughs> the best thing that I can suggest at this point is to talk to Magnus. He might be able to come up with something or might know something or someone that can better assist you with them than I can. Otherwise, the only other thing that I could suggest, as much as it shames me to even think these thoughts, is to kill them. Kill the storm lords. Right. Yes. <laughs> which will be no small task, killing off an entire mob family. It is easier to negotiate with a corpse than someone who is living. That is true, though. I have yes. seen these gangsters. They do um, roll deep. How about Jasper, uh, Jarvis <laughs> takes his hands 
and makes rolling motions. <laughs> I do not understand. How can something roll deep? You can roll something until it is bigger. <laughs> but until it is deeper? Perhaps consider uh, rather than a shallow roll, you are kneading it as you are rolling. That would be a deep roll within the metaphor you have chosen to fixate on. Uh, but this is more of a linguistic gymnastics than it is actually describing a physical process, <laughs> if that is helpful. That is most helpful, Lucius. Thank you. Uh, well, I appreciate the economy of function that killing them would provide. I recall that being a frowned upon solution <laughs> within this group by Katie. several members. Katie nods enthusiastically. Oh, and not without good reason, because then we are eliminating potential avenues of additional information, and we do have a lot of boxes to tick. So, in that spirit, I would say let's keep that uh, directly in our vest pocket uh, as something to pull up if needed, but it seems that tracking down Magnus would be the most sensible first start for us as we are attempting to formulate next plans. Yes. That, am I, that am is... I speaking out of turn or? No. Katie Nas. No, that is a fantastic idea. That's a that is better. beautiful observation, Lucius. In the market though, I, was, I would suggest maybe we try to disguise ourselves so we don't attract a uh, altercation then maybe? Oh, agreed. Uh, let's all uh, holster our badges as they were. I'll take the, 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 the pin off uh, and, and make ourselves as incongruous as we can. Uh, so in that spirit, um, are there any particular... I realize this is the wrong person to be asking this to, but if you have any insight or anyone who has helped rejuvenate you, any insight into how we may conduct ourselves in a less ostentatious fashion, be it for me to wear something grubbier or perhaps for Ash to take a bath. I don't know the methodology that will need to take in for us to just seem like regular folks traipsing through the city. He will look at all of you and kind of look over you. And at that point, the eyes go from purple back to uh, the one blue, one red. His eyes will land on Orla first. <laughs> Less green, more mutable colors. To look at Jazz, not so many baubles hanging <laughs> off of you. That is a sure way to get mugged in the street. Then, then Jazz says, what about this? And then he casts Alter Self. 
uh, and, and describe what happens when you cast Alter Yourself. He does a magical girl-like spin-around tra- tra- transformation, and he is now a <laughs> beautiful black woman. <laughs> the Wonder Woman spin is undefeated. <laughs> you have changed your gender. Yes. And this is temporary. <laughs> this is a disguise. How long is this last? He has his hair. <laughs> yes. How long does it last? This lasts. Let me see. <laughs> Up to an hour. (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. Perhaps it is best to dispel that and then do it again once you are close to the marketplace. But that is a good idea. Uh, He'll look at Ozma. Change nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. You you fit right in. Yay, my people. Uh, He will look at you, Lucius. Definitely more muted colors. Maybe a a cloak of some kind. Gods, okay. (laughs) Uh, He will look at Ash next. The colors are already kind of muted. (laughs) Maybe wear the hood all the time. I don't mean that just for the for now. If you wear the hood all the time, it keeps the pine needles out of your hair. <laughs> it will help. He reaches he reaches over to you, Ash, and like pulls like a handful out of the side of your head. It's like see. <laughs> he tosses them on the ground. It adds to the volume. It also will add to you being noticed. Okay. And then he'll look to Katie. If you put up your hood, you'll look like one of the priestesses. So that should work. Katie. Huh. I don't really want to look like a priest, but suppose. I think you will blend in well if you do those things. Hmm. Is there anything else, any other thing that you want to know before you head in that direction? I think we are okay. It has been good, Travis. Any local customs that would make us stand out? Um, I suppose it would be determined by what role in society you wish to portray. If you want to portray one of the downrodden, 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 ladies and gentlemen. That's a new word we've come up with today. 
one of the downtrodden. We, we all we all heard trodden. Yes, yes. I should hope so. <laughs> downtrodden. Uh, if you like to look like one of the downtrodden, I would suggest slouching, lowering of the <laughs> eyes, and shuffled footsteps. Otherwise, uh, be prepared to be as argumentative as possible. They do like to argue in the streets in the marketplace. Hmm. Sometimes a fist fight or two will occur as a result. I did see someone get shot there once as a result. Of some of them. <laughs> but do tread carefully. So it does appear that you have firearms of your own. So maybe do not shoot anyone without cause. He turns to Ozma. Yes. Do not shoot anyone without cause. That was ma- mainly for you. Oh. Well, shit. And try not to steal anything. <laughs> oh, I can absolutely know that you can get away with it. I can do one of those things, like for sure. I'll try really hard on the other, though. Okay. As far as customs go, that is about all that I know. My interactions with the marketplace have been limited. Yes, that, that's, that's about what I have. I thank you for looking into this for me. I think it will help quite a bit. And once I have my spell book back, I may be able to be of greater assistance to you on your particular quest. Right. So should we head to the market then? And find Jarvis's spell book? Jarvis will kind of look out towards the uh, the door and he'll shout Richard! <laughs> and you'll see the very large Warforge with the gun arm kind of lumber into the doorway. Yeah. Could you show our friends out? Uh, they're going to help look for my spell book. And Richard kind of narrows his own warforged eyes a bit. And then, ah, yes, your spell book. Good. Hopefully they'll have better luck than we did. And Jarvis goes, yes. hopefully they are much more intelligent than you are. <laughs> and hopefully, and R- Richard nods. Yes, this is true. Come <laughs> and kind of walks out of the doorway. <laughs> it has been wonderful to see you again. I hope to see you again soon, hopefully, with good news. And he walks over to all of you and gives you all hugs, even the ones of you who he does not know very well. Like, Big, like almost bear crushing hugs. And then uh, you'll walk up to Orla, give her a hug, and like whisper in her ear, if you ever get tired of him. 
let me know. <laughs> no one Never. gets tired of me. He <laughs> just says that. He just says that without looking at Katie. <laughs> and Katie just like very pointedly, like not looking at any of it. Uh, not looking at you, Jazz, but like looking at everyone else, like. <laughs> And just walks out of the door behind Richard. Not touching that one. Not touching that <laughs> one. So Richard uh, leads you out of uh, the silver wall. Uh, and as you all walk out of the door, he's a good kid, that Jarvis. If you can do him the service and help him, it will mean the world to a lot of us. We just want to see the kid get better. We will help. That's good. And he takes his uh, his actual okay. arm, his, his good hand, and he like slaps you on the back. Uh, make a constitution save for me, Jazz. <laughs> You just fail. Uh, <laughs> you stumble forward as like the impact of the slap just propels you a good like five feet. <laughs> like, oh, sorry about that. Uh, your, your guy there is a bit of a string bean, miss. <laughs> <laughs> Jazz just laughs. <laughs> you were made oh. of if you were made of metal, that wouldn't have happened. <laughs> he just walks back over to his guard post and just kind of stands there. Good luck to the good luck to all of you. He nods to Jazz, especially you, String Bean. <laughs> and you all, uh, I'm assuming, begin to head to the marketplace. Make her way. So once again, you pass through uh, Locksmith Square, uh, through Respite. Uh, you take a bit of a shortcut uh, through Pride. Uh, or through Daniel's Pride, I should say. Yes. And it seems to be another kind of residential district. Uh larger houses rather than the houses that are stacked on top of each other. It, it, it looks more like a normal neighborhood uh, with houses laying side by side. Uh, mostly, yeah, mostly one-story houses, uh, a couple of two-story houses here and there. Uh, but yeah, very, very middle class. Uh, but through Daniel's Pride, you cut through and into the beginnings of the marketplace. And the moment you cross over from Daniel's pride and into the marketplace, there is a cacophony of sound uh, as the marketplace, uh, by this point in the day, it's maybe around 11 a.m. Uh, it is full of people. Yeah, It's, it's like being at a farmer's market. Like, it's insane. Uh, 
and there are people like haggling uh and it's 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 various walks of life uh hanging out here in the marketplace uh the the less uh or rather the poor uh, i'll i'll say uh, are doing their best to haggle uh for lower prices uh for some of the goods and particularly like a lot of the food there and even the more wealthy looking people are like very like passionately and eloquently haggling with uh, <laughs> shop owners um and are like no there's no way whatsoever that that goose costs that many gold pieces at the <laughs> very least it's gonna be at most it should cost one gold at least it should cost five silver i won't pay a damn copper over <laughs> over seven uh, silver don't you tell this look at look at this goose it's not the same quality as the goose across the marketplace i can go there and get like a top tier like grade s goose for seven gold and you wanted to sell this to me for 10 <laughs> this is stupid this is stupid <laughs> This is this is this is this is a seven silver goose, not a seven gold goose. <laughs> and the the shopkeeper's like, I don't know what else to tell you, man. Like you, <laughs> pay, the, you pay the price as it is here, or you can go and pay for your seven gold goose. Like you want you want you want a cheap goose or you want a seven gold goose? Like, which which one do you want? <laughs> which one do you want? cheaper than this cheaper this is cheaper than seven and you see the 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 wealthy guy and he looks like he's wearing like lots of uh uh very, very much like almost not quite as as well made as undarian finery but very close like it, it definitely looks like something one of the great houses would have supplied He's just, ah, fine. And he slams two gold on the countertop. Two gold, not copper more than that. And the shopkeep kind of looks down at the two gold pieces. Looks, that looks over at the guy. Bag up the goose. To his <laughs> Bag it up live, though. For two gold pieces, you kill it yourself. <laughs> and uh, for, forgive me was it the shopkeeper or the customer that was uh decked out in nearly under and finery the customer cool that's what i thought yeah and as you are passing this exchange you hear a, a voice uh, calling out uh through the crowd Mr. Lucius, uh, Ms. Ozma, Ash, and you see Jean, uh, the shopkeeper that you saved yesterday, kind mm -hmm. of running towards you. Huh, you came. Oh, that's wonderful. And he begins, he's like trying to usher you guys away from the there. No, you don't want to shop here. Trust me. That, 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 that guy's a fucking fraud. You don't want any information <laughs> that he has. <clears throat> Gene, we noticed that. Please don't 
use our names. Oh, oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Absolutely okay. All right, uh, uh, friends, come, 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 come over here, uh, and he will like kind of usher you all uh, to his stall, uh, which is a, a rather nice sized stall uh, for someone who looks as disheveled as he does most of the time. Um, there are lots of uh, books and uh, odds and ends uh, here and there. Uh, a couple of weapons kind of strewn about the the, the stall. Um, but mostly it's these like very like almost curios uh, that he sells. These very, very lovely chests. Uh, so uh, Ooh. Oh, dude, 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 he spots you looking at this kind of red and uh, maroon uh, chest uh, with this lovely uh, silver lock uh, and like silver metal work kind of all around it. It's like, oh, you, you like that one, do you? Yes, this is a nice one. Yes, this my friend, is a chest of holding. Oh. It's, it's, these things are very rare. I, I, I managed to get one over from, uh, uh hell, on the stupid place. Uh, I managed to get one uh, over from uh, Sarlona, uh, On discount, um, <laughs> but it, it, it it's functional. Uh, watch this. He'll, he'll opens the chest, and the chest is about three feet by two and a half feet uh, by two and a half feet tall. He'll open the chest. Treasure chest size. Yeah, about treasure chest size, and he will take. Uh, a pole arm. Uh, it looks like a uh, a very large spear, and he will show it to you. He'll kind of bend it and flex it. He'll hand it to to Lucius. It's like, go ahead, check it. Uh, arcana check, uh, like just a general physical check of the uh, just a general, thing. just a general uh, investigation. So you don't well, that went almost as bad as it could go. Uh, so <laughs> you can't feel any magic whatsoever coming from the spear. Uh, and it looks fairly solid to you. It's like, yeah, yeah, okay. And he takes the spear and he throws it into the chest. And it disappears into the chest. When full, how much does this chest hold? Oh, um, let me hang on. Uh, and he'll go to the back of the chest, uh, and he'll like pull up a tag that's attached to one of those, like <laughs> elastic strands. <laughs> the uh, your very own chest of holding, uh, stupid text. And then he'll turn it over. Ah, right. Okay. And uh, once, uh, for. Uh, 
can hold up to 6,000 pounds. 6,000 pounds. This could be the last stop of storage we need. And uh, yes, this goes for about 1,000 gold pieces. Hmm. That is not bad. Yes, but not many people want to buy something with a thousand gold pieces in these parts. Well, I have 500 on it. Does anyone else want to go in? Uh, certainly, I'll match. Do, wait, are you, are you seriously going to buy it? You, 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 you're going to buy it? Oh, my goodness. Um, how about this? How about just for you? Because you saved, you fucking saved my life. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna knock half off of that. And if you both want to put up two fifty, I'll gladly part with it. Oh, I don't think we've given you any. May may we suggest a, a perhaps middle ground of that? Hmm. We were also hoping to get some information about another item oh information i i can tell you what i can if i know anything about it what what kind of item are you looking for a rather unique crystalline spell book and you see his eyes go wide and you see his face kind of pale a little bit what do you know of that book? Well, we know its rightful belonger, its rightful owner, and that we need to get it back in his possession. Wait, that that, that crystal belongs to someone? Yes. Oh, boy, that is troubling. Then, um, I hate to say this um firstly i've seen the book clearly um it was being and he points over to a stall or not a stall but a, a small building about 40 yards uh north of where you are uh sold out of that shop just yesterday. You're not going to like who has it. Who is this? That would be one Julius Lightfoot. Uh. <laughs> oh. The gods are crazy. <laughs> Well, the gods certainly are playing an ineffable game of dice to which they only they know the rules at the very least. But don't let that stop you. Of course the game is rigged, but if you don't play, you can't win. Yes? Yes. <laughs> well done, by the way. Well done, by the way. <laughs> Do you happen to know a uh, 
a tall goblin by the name of Magnus. Oh, you mean Magnus? <laughs> Everybody here knows Magnus. Magnus is brilliant. Where could we find him? What a sweetheart. Um, <laughs> I'm sure you could just... um. He just kind of very like gingerly points uh, to the eastern end of the uh, the the marketplace, and as you all look that way, there is a crowd forming mm-hmm. around the shop, and you hear uh, this very familiar voice, particularly to you, Ozma. <laughs> all right, so here's what here's what we got here. There is this lovely, 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 uh, I call this a ballista cannon, right? Uh, It's got seven barrels to it. Uh, It's rapid fire. Uh, uh, Allow me to demonstrate. And you hear, oh, 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 it's going to demonstrate another one. And you just hear this series of thunks. Oh my goodness. Oh, what a weapon. Oh my lord. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. I had to laugh at myself for that shit. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Oh, 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 wow. I just I just particularly enjoy the fact that you went straight up uh, Southern Bell responding to a snake oil salesman oh, yeah. in 1968. Yep. <laughs> like, I don't know why that's where my head went, but it went directly there, and now there's no going back. <laughs> and you oh, see now, like, standing on this uh, this platform was four and a half foot tall, like muscly goblin uh, with uh, this bright green mohawk with orange streaks in it standing there. Now, if you like something like this, you too can have one of these for the low, low price of 700 gold a pop. These things are great for home protection. If you are a member of the the armed forces, think of the good this will do to repel enemy agents, enemy assailants. It's rapid fire. Also, for an extra 200 gold, I will include, and he pulls out like a crate and like puts it on the the platform, this crate of, of cartridges. You just and he will just take the uh, the cartridge of barrels off, reach into the crate, pull out another one, and cock it. It's really easy to install, and you just and he will just he start to aim, and you hear and see the crowd, oh, and they all duck as he's <laughs> aiming it around, and as he does, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Oh, fuck yeah. Uh, as he does, <laughs> he will aim and he will stop. And he, his eyes go wide. 
<laughs> as he looks directly Wait. into Ozma's eyes. Dead, <laughs> Dead into the windows of her soul. <laughs> into the windows of her soul. <laughs> into her right in. And we'll say, um, for 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 the low price uh, of, of two hundred gold, you two can have your very own <laughs> demonstration over. And he just jumps down off of the uh, the podium. Uh, and if if you'd like uh, to make a sale, uh, please uh, reserve uh, your copy. Um, your co- uh, uh, reserve it with my assistant here, and 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 then they will they will they will get you settled out. Uh, and you'll just hear, oh my goodness, yes, oh my husband will love this, oh my. <laughs> and you have know, a bunch of like men who's like, oh, that'd be really nice for the, yeah, I'll, I'll I'll take I'll take three of those, please. Thank you very much. Yeah, all right. What, where are you going? I've got I've got to tend to this. Excuse me. And he beelines it over to where you all are standing, and he will stop about. 15 feet uh, away from you, Ozma. Uh, am I dreaming? <laughs> Maybe. Is it a good dream? <laughs> I'd very much like it to be. <laughs> <laughs> it's a nightmare. <laughs> And he will like gingerly walk a few steps over, stop again, sees the rest of you. Oh, hi, guys. <laughs> oh, hi. Don't, mi- don't mind us. Okay. <laughs> He'll go right back to staring at Ozma. So, um, not a dream then. <laughs> nope. It's all me, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Huh. Yeah. <clears throat> and you see like a couple of like red spots like form on, around the um and he'll like very slowly like he's still holding the the auto ballista in his hand but like he's it's dragging the floor now <laughs> just <laughs> dragging in the dirt i i i missed you Go on. I, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't think you'd. What? What? What are you doing in a place like this? Secret spy things. <laughs> look! Look! Listen. You, you you know you know I love it when you talk that way, but I'm being <laughs> serious right now. Like what? You 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 know how dangerous this city is. I'm a big girl. I mean, You're just, here. Just yesterday. I mean, I'd like to think that I could protect you, but I've also seen you work. Um, and I like I'm a man enough to admit you don't need me to protect you. Trust me. Um. There was an altercation yesterday with some some gangsters. They 
they they tried to kill some poor schmuck. Oh, hey, Gene. Uh, they tried to kill some. <laughs> oh, wait, it was you. You were the poor yep. schmuck that they tried. Wait, you. Bunch of schmucks over here. You, you're, you're the ones they fought. How? We need to step into my office, all of you. And he will just like grab you by the hand, Ozma, and will just like pull you into his building, like through the crowd of people. Hey, but I want one of those. Yes, yes, my assistant Claude. He'll he'll help you out here. Uh, uh, and uh, Claude, uh, go ahead and help these people out, and then close the shop for the day. And Claude, uh, a boss? You sure? Yes, yes. Uh, very important clients. Uh, it's it's very important that I not be disturbed. Uh, finished and thing and you you yes, <laughs> and we'll continue dragging Ozma <laughs> into the his back office. Uh, Kaladin will kind of turn to everyone and like kind of give a what the fuck is going on <laughs> look, and we'll just like turn and follow as quickly as she can. will follow yes 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 all right yes yeah. so right, you will we'll follow where uh he's dragging ozma so as you pass through the shop you'll notice that it looks a lot like the shop he has in had in um passage excuse me uh, except it's not pyramid shaped at all. It is very much like a normal building, uh, but like one side of the building is dedicated primarily to weapons, <clears throat> all manner of self-made murder machines and uh, swords oh. and pole arms and shields are there. The other side of the room is very much like armor that has been very well crafted uh, in like glass cases, uh, glass display cases and what have you. And uh, all in very, very pristine condition. All of the, the glass cases do not touch be an associate for assistance. And he takes you all, uh, or leads you all uh, to the back of the room and up some stairs into an office that uh, kind of sticks out of the wall a bit. Uh, he drags you all in, uh, drags Ozma in, rather. Uh, and as you all follow in, he will close the door and lock it behind him. Uh, he will lean against the the door, finally letting go of Ozma's hand, uh, rubbing against his rubbing his hands against his head. What in the seven hells mm-hmm. are you all doing in Zendrick? In Stormreach of all places. Mm. You lost a- your minds. <laughs> Place is dangerous. 
as is our world, do you not know what what has become of the circle? What has become of Undyir? No, I've I was do do not remember that I was in Undyir for a bit after what happened to the circle. I know what happened. I saw what happened. I'm full aware. It's worse here. Yes, but that's where the villains are. <sighs> yes, it's where the villains are. But you, you had to bring her here where it's not safe. Be fair, I'm pretty not safe to a lot of people. <laughs> You're certainly not safe from me. You know what? That's a different conversation. Uh, I'll 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 take back my uh, my harsh tone. Apologies. You were you were looking out, and I appreciate that. I'm doing my best. Uh, so that brings us back to my original question well not my original question because the original question was is this a dream and then you said maybe and then second to my secondary question what are you doing here in Stormreach? well immediately and the kitty agrees meow <laughs> <laughs> Immediately, we are we are looking for a spell book. Oh my god! And the people that have brought it, but ultimately, we are looking to find a select group that conspired against the circle. We are trying to correct that fact. And one of these people, these corruptors, they're here in Stormreach? Yes. Yes. And you're looking for a spell book. Yeah. It turns out uh, the spell book we're looking for uh, was purchased by the person we're looking for. What person is this that you're looking for? Uh... Julius Lightfoot. Oh fuck me blind. And he just he he's he's standing near his desk and he like flips over like a stack of papers. He's like, fuck me blind. That would be the person you're looking for. We never said this would be easy. We knew this was going to be massively difficult. You know he's protected by Clan Denneth, yeah? Yes, we have found out that he Rose deep. I've heard this term before. I hate it. <laughs> it makes no sense. <laughs> and you, you, I'm assuming that. Uh, may I, may I suggest instead, uh, clap, clap. <laughs> That's. 
I mean, I'm I, I I'm I'm thinking that that's what you guys want to do to 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 this gentleman. Well, yes, but I'm also suggesting that that's the uh, opposing force <laughs> that we're likely to deal with. Gotcha. Yes, and you would not be wrong in that suggestion. Uh, they've they've got a considerable amount of uh, protection. Um. That's what happens when you're in league with the storm lords, I suppose. Shit. And do they have no rivals? Or do they? Well, House Thrask would likely would love to see them join, but uh This is true. It's uh you know I mean there's a lot of folks that would like to see them burn. None more so than House Thrask. But uh, I know the uh, the Iron Watch also has a bit of a stake in that as well. Well, something tells me you know this. That is the last place we visited. And a spell book. What kind of spell book does this asshole have? The spell book of a very curious warforged. It is a... Uh, Spell crystal. Ah, the crystal. Of course. Okay. A spell tablet, crystal tablet. Jarvis's book. Yes. Shit. In one. Well, he came around here a couple days ago looking for it. Uh, asking if I'd seen it. I hadn't at that point. But I kid you not, no less than an hour after the kid left, I see that asshole asking about it. Mm. Shopkeep named the price. It's a quite, a high, quite a high price at that. Came back the next day, paid in cash, took the book. I'm assuming back to the enclave. Do you know why he wanted it? I mean, if what I know about Jarvis is true, he's a fairly powerful spell slinger. This is true. So it stands to reason that the spells within that spell book are pretty powerful as well. Julius, well, he's an accomplished spellcaster of his own, in his own right. My guess is he's either a wizard himself, utilize that spell book, hmm. or he's in league with the wizard who can. Maybe. We could lure Julius with another spellbook. Lure him to a create. Pretty, you mean create a fake one? A forgery. My roguery is not up to this, but maybe Ozma. 
Well, I'm less concerned with the <laughs> with the roguery, as you so elegantly put it. Roguery. Roguery. New it's word. Brilliant. Roguery. That's a brilliant phrase. <laughs> um, but this would need to be magically appealing without being obvious. Now, this is not something I can help with. I don't understand you people that studied this shit. Um, Because just... um, But there would need to be some aspect of the technical elements that are involved in this if we're trying to um, create something along those lines that is credible. Yeah. I think Ozma might be able to help with that. She's she's got some. You've got some of that book learning in you, don't you? A little bit. Do you know how to use a forger's kit or anything like that, Ozma? Or that is where my mind goes because I am a uh, also an artifice. I think tools. What's in the thieves' tools kit? I have one of those. I I I. I, I kind of think that's less important um like are 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 we trying to forge that this is someone else's book is that the goal or are we trying to suggest that there's additional magical knowledge in here that hasn't been gleaned anywhere else because i think those are two very different skill sets yes I see what you're saying there. Oy, that I think that I'm uh, not advocating that either one is better than the other. I'm just saying it's a very different methodology of what we're going to do. Right. And to answer your question, uh, Kendra, uh, thieves tools are mostly used for disarming traps and opening locks. The tools that are okay. within it are, uh, are, are basically geared towards that. Okay. I think there there's a separate tool set for forgery. Uh, I don't know if you actually have that in, in, uh, that on you or not either. I don't think so. Hmm. How? Well. Hmm. Let's see. Maybe it's seemed- uh, high or low, Kendra. Um, uh, hi. Let's see. Always the right answer. <laughs> a 98. Fantastic. So you see uh, Magnus kind of stroke at the, the, the stubble on his chin for a moment. You know, speaking of forgery kits, I might have something that might work in that regard. But listen, it, it, it's it's a little weird. Uh, this particular kind of spell book, I've studied this shit before. Uh, they're difficult to make and even more difficult to forge. So if we do this, if this is the route where we're going, 
we're gonna need to be all in because it's gonna be quite the uh the undertaking and it will take me a few days uh at the very least to create this thing asma i'm gonna need your help sweetheart you 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 know more about written spells than i do i for you anything i have a question magnus See, you can't tell me shit like that, Asma. You're gonna make me fall in love with you. I mean, I'm always <laughs> you're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna, you're, I, I'm about a hair's breadth away from like pulling you into my arms right now. So you gotta stop it, <laughs> Magnus. Would this be a true spell crystal that could be used as a spellbook after you, after we finish? In a word, in a word, yes. Uh, it will not be the same spell book as what uh, Jarvis is looking for. Uh, his, we can try to facsimilate that particular quality, but that spell book is. Here's the thing about Warforged wizards: when they create their spell books, they attune it to their soul crystals right when they do that they have this ability to uh, imprint certain pieces of knowledge inside of the spell book knowledge that only they can access it's pretty much the soul's version of a fingerprint And while we can create another spell book of the same type, it will not have that fingerprint. Or more precisely, it will not come with the knowledge that is in the other spell book because it's already imprinted in that spell book. And we don't know what Jarvis put in that thing. My, <clears throat> my question, Magnus, is. Once it is created and is at least functional, at least could appear to be it, could we then maybe cast an illusion? Like a, of, of a, maybe um, you would need to actually read it to know it was fake, but just a good, a good illusion over it. You think this would suffice? It, 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 would, it would seem to do, uh, it, it would seem to, Maybe, like like Lucius was saying, convince him there is another good book out there. He kind of scrunches his face a little bit in thought and then looks at Ozma again. I think we could do this. You got this. I'm going to need some materials and there's only one place you'll be able to get them. Uh, you guys familiar with the Forge Light District? Oh, yes. There's a jeweler there. Uh, the, the jeweler is also a coffee shop. It's weird. It's a weird place. Um, 
I have seen this place. Ah, good. Uh, you're going to want to go there. There's a gentleman that guards the place, name of Alphonse. You're going to want to look for him. Uh, tell him I sent you. Um, and he goes back behind the desk and he takes out a sheaf of, uh, of parchment uh, and a quill and just begins writing. Uh, and as he does, he takes a moment, puts the ink back in the uh, puts the quill back in the ink, tears up the parchment. Sets the sets it on fire, throws it into the trash, pulls out another par- parchment, begins to write. Uh, I'd like everyone to make a perception check for me. All of this is happening. Percept perception perception perception. Oh, good lord, man! Pew! Okay. Oop, oop. Let's see. And now for Kaladon. Kaladon. Okay. Everyone except for Orla. <laughs> um, you noticed that the list that he's writing is not in common. Does anyone here speak goblin? I don't. I don't. Then it looks like it looks like it should be a language, but it also looks kind of gibberishy. <laughs> but he's writing it as the gibberish looks like it's in list form. Right. Uh, and then he takes uh, another kind of container, takes a pinch of this kind of powdery substance, and will spread it across the parchment. And as you all are watching, uh, you will notice that the moment the the, the the powder touches the ink on the parchment, the ink will vanish. And he will kind of shift it around, make sure that the dust catches all of the ink. And as it does, what ink is left will kind of fade and vanish. And Magnus will kind of nod, good, good. And will kind of turn away will blow the remaining dust off of the parchment and will roll it up. He then hands it, uh, he rolls up the parchment, uh, kind of ties it with a bit of ribbon uh, and kind of like holds it for a moment, takes a deep breath, and you can see that he's summoning a bit of magic. Uh, into himself and into the parchment itself. And when he removes his hand, there's a seal now on the ribbon and the parchment. All right. 
you will hand it over to Ozma. This is my personal seal. You take this. Bring this to Alphonse. He's going to know who to give that to. And then you wait for him. He's going to come back with very likely a box of what I need. And then we get to work. I guess we're doing this. Oh, yeah, I've never done anything quite like this before. It's a little exciting. Uh, <laughs> this sounds fun for you. I mean, fun, scary, dangerous. It's right up my alley. Uh, and he says that and kind of looks at Ozma and kind of gives her kind of a sly wink. Like, uh, so... Uh, This all you came for? Ozma, <laughs> um, because she I gotta, like, I gotta ask. I mean, <laughs> you don't just Ozma, who is nothing if not a tease, just leans over quickly and kisses Magnus on the cheek and says, "It, it was good to see you, Magnus." He sighs. It's always good to see you, Ozma. You, 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 you come back with the, uh, <clears throat> with the, uh, with the stuff, and uh, we'll get to work on this uh, project. Be careful who you talk to. Don't say anything to anybody about any of this to anyone. Anyone finds out about this, we may as well give up the ghost. So, uh, yeah. Also, uh, and he looks at, uh, what does he look at? He looks around at all of you. Ain't you guys missing somebody? Yes. Yes, some bodies at this point, but hmm. whom are you referring? I was thinking about the uh, the older gentleman the, who was really, really, really old, and then he wasn't so old. Grandpa. Yes, but he had an actual oh. name. Yes, but it's actually Grandpa. <laughs> sure, Grandpa. Where, where, what happened to Grandpa? What was the first one? Because he had Grand. Because he had. Because uh, was Idris. a secret name. Idris, Idris. Lot. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, Idris. Yes, uh, he was Idris, and then. Uh, there was another name that was apparently his real name, but also Grandpa, apparently. It is his essence. His essence is a granddad. No, it is just the name that the universe calls him. Grandpa, the universe 
the universe calls him Grandpa. It is his true name. <laughs> he looks at Ozma and Lucius. Is he being serious right now? Well, he is serious that he <laughs> is as goofy as any grandpa. <laughs> True. We love him. No disrespect. But, um, yeah, even if he looks young, he's still a grandpa. <laughs> he sounded... He sounds just like my grandfather ah. when he was old. Well, he speaks like the stories I've heard of my great great grandchildren. I'm 60 and I'm still considered a child. <laughs> right. He sounds old as. <laughs> that's really old I, I do recall him having that kind of air of elderliness about him yeah uh, but by the same token uh his backflips are always timely and uh, yes yes his uh, and, backflips and, are and, to and die for comical if nothing else <laughs> yes i also heard heard about the uh, some moment of him uh Tripping upstairs or something along those lines. Ah, yeah, that was <laughs> uniquely him. Yeah, that sounds about right. He's 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 not with you guys anymore. Mm, not at the moment. He was uh, taken. 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 But. Oh. So is that our on our on, on our agenda list? We're, we're we're staging a rescue. We must eventually. I think he wanted to face some part of it, though. Interesting. I guess. I mean, if you're into that stuff. I don't think that's necessarily the tact we should be taking on this because he was taken. And that's something that we need to resolve. However, we're already in the midst of resolving, and so I suppose for now we have to put that on the back burner. Yeah, you guys do seem like you have a lot of eggs in a basket as, as it is. <laughs> right, well, one thing at a time then. So, plan as it stands, you guys go to Ford's Light, find Alphonse, give him that, get the, get, get the goods, Bring back to me. We get to work. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like pointing at all of you. This sounds good. Kaladon is just standing there, all like in. very, very amused by the entire situation, but also <laughs> like, yeah, I guess we're doing this. Oh, so we're doing this? <laughs> yes. Yeah, okay. And 
like Magnus just kind of takes a breath. All right, you guys be careful. And as for you, Dollface, and he looks up at Ozma, and he just reaches up, grabs her, pulls her down, and just lays one on her. <laughs> like goblin kiss, and then goblin like, kiss, and then lets her go. You better be fucking careful. I, I expect to see you back here so that we can do this work. Okay. <laughs> Very good. And he'll like walk past and like slap her ass as he's. Whoa! Her ass <laughs> and then we'll like walk behind his desk and it's like, all right, well. The the, the, the the sun's not gonna set itself. I mean, Aww. it will, but uh, this this caper's not gonna resolve itself. So we all got our got work to do. So um, let's get to it. And that's what we'll end our session tonight. <laughs> Before she can get it payback. <laughs> Where she can stab. So lots of things happened today. Um, yeah, Kendra, your your face is exactly correct. <laughs> In terms of like, how the fuck do I not get to come back from that? <laughs> Don't worry, plenty of opportunity next session. Plenty of opportunity. Next session. Yeah, we got you. Um, oh, you have yeah. multiple knives. You have multiple. You know, you just have to choose. <laughs> Oh, you're gonna Once kill Max? Trying to put trying trying to put the chaotic no, neutral him. Yeah. Back neutral. in chaotic neutral. Yes. That's what we're doing. We're putting the chaotic <laughs> neutral back can, in the chaotic neutral. Geez. Oh my goodness. So lots of cool funny. things happened. Uh you you got some int- Ozma stole a deed, a deed to, to a, a church. Temple. So she now technically owns a temple granted through not so legal means. Uh, got to know Zan and her methods a little bit better. Um, you met up with Jarvis again for the first time uh, since episode two. Yeah. Uh, so I had to make that call back. I had to. I had to. It was too. Fancy was- Warforged. It was, it, was, it was once I once I got the idea, I was like, nah, this is happening. Yeah. Uh, and you met up with our boy, my friend of yours, <laughs> Mr. Magnus. My friend and yours. <laughs> <laughs> now she's mad at him. <laughs> oh no. And you all are planning to create a forgery or a, a duplication of sorts of Jarvis's spell book to try and lure uh, Julius out into the open to purchase it and see what happens there. So we will see how that works next time. But uh, as I was made aware uh, recently, uh, we at ADH Adventures also have a sponsor. Um, so Level Up Dice uh, is sponsoring the channel. And if you go to the link that I'm putting in chat right now, 
<coughs> and and thanks, level up dice. That's yeah. Thank Yay. you so much. Thank Ridiculously you. awesome. Yeah. Pretty it's, sick. And if you go to that link uh, and, and use it and buy stuff from there, uh, it'll unlock levels and tiers, and we get a bunch of cool stuff. It's a great place if you've got a TTRPG -er, uh who is looking for some new dice and accessories for Christmas. Like, holla at them. They're super cool. Uh, so check them out. Level up dice. Um, once again, please... Uh, Check out the rest of the channel, uh, all of the awesome shows uh, that are here on ADH Adventures, uh, Gods of Orlea on Monday nights, Turning Point on Tuesday nights, um, Secrets of the Alchemist on Wednesdays, every other Friday right here, Agents of the Circle, uh, and every Saturday, uh, Heroes Arc uh, it, it, it's a fun time. Thank you all for coming. Thank my fa I, I want to thank my fantastic cast for being fantastic as always. Um, next week we hopefully will have uh, Megan back so that we have the whole cast again uh, uh, for for this uh, clandestine uh, heist like shenanigans, I guess uh, that that we're now into. Um, and uh, yeah, the stay healthy stay safe wear your masks uh be good to each other um i think the next time we meet will be just after thanksgiving i think uh so also happy early turkey day uh eat food don't make yourself sick please uh and enjoy your loved ones and until then uh, may the dice roll ever in your favor. Take care. We love you. And good night. Hi there. This is Sphinx Akasha, and this is the Agents of the Circle podcast. If you'd like to hear more of what we're doing, the other episodes can be found on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, and now Spotify. Thanks again for listening, and may the dice roll ever in your favor. <laughs>